on this episode. You know, you're getting into Oklahoma from North Texas whenever you cross the border. Casinos. There's a giant mm-hmm. billboard that just says meth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know that you're in Oklahoma now. Everybody and welcome to another episode of No Country for Middle-Aged Men. I am your host. I can't talk today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host Adam. I haven't fallen downstairs yet. Radliff. <laughs> yep, that's a it's an accurate description. I'm 35 years old. I've not fallen down any stairs that I'm aware of. If I did, I blocked it out of my mind. Karma's just waiting until he's 80 and brittle. Yeah. If I'm 80 and brittle, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That means I was active enough to go up and down stairs. True. So hopefully I'm like sneaking out of like another 80 year old lady's place Mm. to avoid her husband catching us. Yikes. Boom. I don't like any of this. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. I I don't like it. Not really a philandering type. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm putting that picture out there. I don't know. To the it's a good world. way to start the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? yeah. We'll, we'll get that, that added to your like social media profiles, philanderer. I do love that word, though. <laughs> it is a funny word. I love the word philanderer. It's like the nicest way of saying total piece of shit. It sounds like a kind of fish. Yeah, it's like, oh, we went philandering this weekend. Oh, how many did you catch? Yeah, yeah. philandering. <laughs> <laughs> yes. By the way, our special guest today is Kate Vance. Greetings. Thank you for yes. coming Hello. on the show. Hello. Comedian, graphic artist. All around cool person. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, here I am. Been wanting to have you on for a while. Finally yeah, got you on. Sorry, I canceled last time. <laughs> you don't have to say that you canceled on us. <laughs> okay, we could have left that vague. I was ill. Well, that's also a funny story too. Why I canceled? Oh well, yes, let's go into so that so I can go fact check all of this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was. I thought I was like I was sick, and you know how like in this climate when you get sick, you're like I have COVID happening, and so I I called my doctor and I gave him my symptoms, and he was like, uh, he was like, so you have like vertigo? Is that what you're saying? I was like, yeah, just like every time I stand up, I get like really nauseous, and the room spins. He goes, ah, the rocks in your head are all fucked up. And I just, Immediately get a new uh, doctor. Like yeah. I would hang up. <laughs> My doctor's also said that COVID is over like twice. So yeah, I don't know. But he told me the rocks in my head were messed up. And I That's was just amazing. like, wow. Is, this, is it in the same strip center as that lady who's like, we can pray COVID away? No, this is like, he's like a, he, I can't, he's like a family friend who like also is like <laughs> doctor. That's like one of the few things that you want to avoid any kind of nepotism. It's like, no, I want the best of the best. And knowing my uh, family friends, not any, many doctors amongst them. You know, them. yeah. So I you're fucked. Know. You're stuck with this guy. I mean, he's about to retire, so I have to find a new doctor soon, which sucks. Because I haven't been you, This guy for, is talking about care. rocks in your head and yeah. COVID's over. You should be excited about but getting But there a new were doctor. rocks in my head. He wasn't wrong. Like, he <laughs> told me to recalibrate the rocks in my head, and I did. I, and I felt them, like, rolling around in my head, and it was, it's like a balance thing. What? It's real. It's real. <laughs> You have it's literal a, rocks. In it's your head, real. I'll send like, you a YouTube link. There's like, there's different methods where like you like lay on your side at certain angles, and then like you could feel like rushing in your head, and then all of a sudden the you don't have vertigo we anymore. About, are we talking about vertigo? <laughs> yeah. Are there? I mean, look, 
I am not the most gullible person in the world. I was homeschooled, so I didn't take very many health classes. They don't teach you anything in school anyway, so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, though. Like, is this a metaphor that helps people to understand? I think there's like a, not everyone, there's there's like a canal in your ears with fluid in it. And eventually the fluid will like calcify and turn into a rock. And then if that gets broken up into that ear canal, then you will get Do you think vertigo. people with rock in their head are the people that end up being like musicians? Okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, thank you everybody yeah, for listening. Cool. Uh, you just hear the door open and close. I leave. <laughs> it's like a tumbleweed sound yeah. effect. <laughs> Crickets. Well, Kate's gone. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I had rocks in my head. That's probably because I fell down the stairs, you know? Yeah. I mean, so, okay. So. What happened with this stair falling incident? Let's hear it. I had just moved into my apartment and the neighbor upstairs was having a party. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came home from secret group. So I was right. a little bit drunk. Been doing a little bit of drinking, you uh-huh, know? Uh-huh. And I was like, I gotta go meet my neighbors. Cause like, really? I'm like, a, that's <laughs> me. <laughs> like Devin told me later, he was like, nobody does that. You're so weird. And I, I wish like, I had some of that in me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I was like, I'm going to go meet my fucking neighbors, you know? So I art. went upstairs to smoke a cigarette with him. It turns out he's like a 19 year old DJ and like, right. he's up there with a bunch of other like 19 year old kids. And he's got, he's got the rock in his head. Yeah, for sure. man, for real. I don't know. That guy's got one of those like hairless dogs. Is that code for something? Or is I don't know. Name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, like it was, it got awkward really fast because I was drunk, and I think that they were probably rolling or something. And so I made my exit. Rocking and rolling. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the last one. <laughs> that's the last one. <laughs> I made my exit, and he li- like, like like I said, he lives upstairs, and it was right after that tropical storm on mm-hmm. those old wooden steps. Mm-hmm. And right after the first step, I just fell, and we we're just like. Doo, 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 doo. Were you like exiting slowly backwards and you weren't no, quite sure? No, and I was just were? walking forwards. I just suck at walking. And also the first step was a little slippery. Gotcha. So I wrote it down and when I hit the ground at the bottom, everyone is just silent. How many steps are we talking here? Are we talking like five, six steps? Are we talking like, this is like a 10 It's a second story of an apartment. Ooh, so it's like, it's like, like the stairs steps. outside like 15 yeah, steps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you made it somebody all the way breaks down. the silence by laughing, which was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> and when the only like older guy up there goes, "Are you okay?" and I was the like, uh, was "Physically sure." And the older guy, and by that she means the guy who was twenty three. Yeah, the guy who was like, yeah, he, you know, yeah, the he only was one wise that, beyond his years. He's like probably their manager at whatever restaurant they <laughs> yes, work at. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Everyone should work at a restaurant at some point. Mm. Everyone. Give me mm-hmm. an appreciation for the shit you have to go through in that business. Yeah, exactly. Customer service, dude. Everyone should do it. Mm-hmm. I used to uh, manage uh, Residence Inn. Residence hotel, Inn? Like a hotel. How did you get into that? My degree's in hospitality management. Is it then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I, an awful job. That place, you know hotels never close, so. Yeah. <laughs> What are they, Katz's? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so yeah. what, do you see like some interesting characters while you're like checking them in? You're like, this seems Ooh, sketchy for as sure. fuck. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we've had to call the cops on people. We've had like people get arrested with like multiple credit cards and IDs in their rooms and stuff. Like they rob people? Yeah. Well, they would just, they like live from hotel to hotel using fake credit cards mm-hmm. to pay for shit. What was the most interesting Per event where you had to call the cops on someone. Um, so this 
it ended up not even being a problem. So some woman called our night auditor at like three in the morning and she was like, there are people running up and down the hallway and yelling and we don't feel safe. We don't feel safe. We then like demanded that we call the police to escort them to their car. Uh-huh. And it turned out it was like two 12 year old boys who had left their keys, like locked in the door and they were like, we don't feel safe. Oh my goodness. Yeah. In fairness, I have been intimidated by 12 year old boys before. <laughs> to be fair, I also <laughs> felt intimidated by 12 year old boys before. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah. Can be fucking but like, punks. as a manager, you get called like at 4 a.m. to yeah. deal with that. And you're like, fuck these people. Okay. How did you like occupy your time at night? I would be bored out of my skull. Doing a night audit? You read. Yeah, that's Big nice. reader, huh? Mm-hmm. Things such as uh, Mad Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> <Teen> <laughs> I read Vogue. highlights, you yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, do all the puzzles. Sassy Beats. No, I, I read like the entire Game of Thrones series nice. where I was doing all that kind of stuff. And, Did yeah. you read the side ones too? Like the little Dunkin' Egg mm, story? No, no. I was going to. They were good. I was going to, and then I didn't have time to do that. Those anymore. are the only ones. And by read, and it's controversial, I listened to them. Are you you're allowed to say you read them, right? Even if no. you listen- <laughs> No. No, not at all. I was team no, you're not allowed to for like forever. I talked to a bunch of people like, no, that counts. I mean it counts. And I feel like it doesn't really count. If you same. listen to a podcast, would you say that you read the podcast? Like I just I wouldn't be offended if you did. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I, like, I didn't know there was a transcript for this, but For the Heart of Hearing. Good on you. I would be curious to what the transcript would be whenever I'm like mumbling. Like caught on my words. I, how would you spell this out? It would just be in parentheses and Adam mumbles. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so you never did you ever ever have to get anybody arrested? I mean, the credit card people got arrested. Okay. And they're usually like, that's the tamest. tamest they're just thing. like, yep, you got me. And it's probably not the first or second okay. time that they've been arrested. One time when I was the manager of a grocery store, I had to call the sheriff and get someone arrested. Guy came in like right maybe like 20 minutes before close and we'd already had bad experiences with this guy before yeah he'd just gotten out of jail for beating up his boyfriend with a baseball bat and so cool guy he comes non-consensually non-consensually <laughs> gotcha great guy so he comes in and i was like hey you know i was like we close in 20 minutes you know hey, wait, whoa, how did you know about his history with his boyfriend oh it was public knowledge to everyone in the area is this a small town? Yeah, small town. Okay. Oh, so wow. <laughs> okay. I was like, how the he, fuck is this possible? He he comes in and he spends like an hour just wandering around. So we're like 45 minutes past close. So finally, I'm like, you know what? I'll check him out. And there was like three things that he wanted and we just didn't carry him. I was like, sorry, we don't carry those items. And he was very specific on those things. Like, sorry, you have to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, I'm not leaving until they get those items. And I was like, well, they aren't here. Yeah. And, and you're, you're, the you're night, not bud. getting them. And you're not <laughs> staying the night here. Well, I'm not leaving until I get them. And I was like, this isn't, so I talked with him and he just refused. So finally, uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna call the sheriff. I don't care. He's, he can't do anything. And I was like, okay. So I knew who, <laughs> I, I knew who the sheriff was. The sheriff comes over and he's like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's, it's drug related, right? And he yeah. comes in, he's like, hey, Meth he's brains? like, what's going on? So I told him, he walks in, he's like, hey, calls out his name. He's like, 
I told you no more trouble. Oh, and he man. starts yelling at the sheriff. The sheriff's like, that's it. Pulls out his cuff, slaps him on him. He's like, I'm taking you in. He's like, why are you making me do this? And he's like yelling at him as he's like putting <laughs> him in the car and everything. <laughs> maybe he wanted that to happen. Like, he needed a place maybe, to stay. Yeah, exactly. They do he do paid that. for all his People groceries. Do, do, though. Do, do, it was like $100 that. worth of groceries. He paid for everything. Did they wow. put him in the back of the cop car? Or? Yeah, and they took him off to jail. So, the fuck? Yeah. What do you do with all his groceries? Yeah, that's what I'm like. His what groceries? The- I put his groceries in like the walk-in cooler. Uh-huh. Because then I asked him, I said, you know, are you arresting him because this? He goes, well, I'm arresting him for this. And he goes, and he said he has a warrant out for his arrest for something else. For being an asshole somewhere else yeah. as well. So wow. I was like, oh, okay. He's like, he's like, maybe Why like wouldn't y'all just refund him his money his and put him maybe. back on the shelf? Uh the the judge was like hey, town's too know. small yeah yeah so, <laughs> i don't have time for that we're about to close in 20 minutes i just want an hour home. to get these groceries <laughs> the village idiot will return what three and things he will did he look want? for those groceries huh? what three things did it he was want like certain brand things that we just didn't carry you know it was a small town so they didn't sell magnum condoms oh man yeah all right yeah small no, town it was small like town. certain food get it things. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. It's, it's that level, folks. I'm in a, goof, I'm in a goofy quit. mood. <laughs> That's the one and only time an action of mine led to somebody's arrest. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever gotten anybody arrested. I always just find it interesting when other people work in customer service. Like yeah, what their and it comes to are. that point. Yeah. I, I used to have like journals of like wild stories that happened to me in the hotel. And then I forgot them like as soon as I <laughs> left because I fucking hated that job, man. But it would have been perfect for comedy now oh, to yeah. have that in my repertoire. I'm sure they'll all come like leaking back one day. Well, we were talking to, to DDT. We had her on last week and she was talking about working at the strip club. Mm. And I was like, this has got to be like the, the hottest gold mine for comedy. Riff raff coming in and out. Nah, they were just more psychology. I was like, what? But um, I never. Well, that's nice. Is it the strip club's tame? No, it's more depressing. There's like, it's it's not even funny. Like they just have (laughs) serious psychological problems. I was like, ugh. Yeah. You thought they all seemed so happy. I'm wow, Adam. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. I feel like people that hang out at strip clubs, there's definitely like a there's a sadness inside. Oh, for yeah. Sure. Or you're avoiding for sure. something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just like anyone that hangs out at a bar too much, you know, I can. Ref- I feel like there's I can a very big difference between understand. Like hanging out at a bar that's and hanging true. out at a strip club. For, that, for sure. And that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like, there's that's like next level. Right. You know, right. You know you're going the right direction when you're hanging out at a strip club for hours and hours. <laughs> you, everything is going your way. Can you oh, imagine God. being working at a strip club in a small town? <laughs> <laughs> you just see you're nothing but your friend's parents every night. Oh, no. I had a buddy once. <laughs> your principal and shit yeah, like that comes exactly. in. <laughs> so I had a buddy once um, that told me this story about one of his friends went to a strip club here in town, and that friend saw my buddy's dad there. I was like, Ooh. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Busted. It was like in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, busted. Did they? Did he see him see him? Uh, was no. Was there like that no, like, Spider-Man pointing no. at Spider-Man moment? No, so there wasn't mutually assured, assured destruction. <laughs> yeah, that being said, it's not really mutual whenever you're like a younger guy and you see your full-grown friend who you've known your whole life's yeah. dad. Ugh. He's probably just there for the buffet. 
Probably there <laughs> yes. for the wings. There for the shrimp <laughs> yeah. or whatever yeah. they serve at strip clubs. Still married, Dad, uh, just to uh, be clear. Yeah. You know. Well. Not great human being. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? Whoa, you just lost a listener, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say his last name. The guy just shuts off the podcast. <laughs> It'd be funny if he did hear this and he's like, <laughs> he knew this whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I left it vague enough to where it can't possibly be figured out. Man, yeah, I think that if I ever went to a strip club, that would probably be my number one fear is like seeing someone I know. It's a real justifiable, justifiable fear. I mean, yeah. that would be pretty awkward, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, how do you have that? Would you like, do you acknowledge that you saw them? Depends on who that, is, that person is. Like, if I saw another comedian there, I'd be like, ah, you yeah. know. I feel like you could run into Scotty at a strip club from time <laughs> to time. <laughs> From time to time. That <laughs> yeah. was having a big dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he probably is stripping on the side. Let's be, yeah. let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, man. What are all those crop tops for, baby? Exactly. What are, we doing? What are those we for? Doing? What would his stripper name be, you think? Uh, Copper top? Uh, rib tickler. Rib tickler. Yeah! <laughs> of course. <laughs> It's all making so much sense. Yes. Come on, welcome to the stage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tickle my ribs. He's doing his own announcements for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> this is sure. a very, very economy. That's why club. he opened the strip club yeah. slash barbecue house. Exactly. <laughs> it's a smokehouse. It's a different. Never mind. Anyway, moving on. It's definitely five different things if Scotty's in charge of it. Exactly. Yeah, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. He was the drunkest episode of this uh, by That's far. what you said, that you that you got the drunkest during that. I don't oh, know yeah. if he did. He did. No, he, did he, yeah, he was wasted. Yeah. <laughs> I was the only one that was not hammered. Oh, yeah. good. That's comfortable. Yeah. No. Oh, man. Yeah. Scotty's a trip. I love that guy. Oh, yeah. So how did you transition from hotel management to graphic design? Um, I mean, like before I got my hospitality degree, I was in art school for several years and mm-hmm. then somehow convinced myself that that wasn't going to make me money. And so I switched over to a business degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so whenever I quit hotels, like during the whole time I was painting or whatever. Uh-huh. And then whenever I quit hotels, I went into screen printing and I kind of got into digital artwork that way. Uh-huh. I eventually bought like a drawing pad and most of the stuff I do is digital now. Yeah. So like whenever somebody, I can't remember who it was that told me. Um, that you do like actual like painting. Painting. I, I, was I mean, that's that like were, the root of all of it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just yeah. feel like I just knew that you do the graphic art stuff. Man. So I don't know that I've ever seen any of your painting work. Do you put it like on your? I tried Facebook? to show you at the bar the other day. Was I? <laughs> it didn't work. Way to go, Adam. What was? The, what day was this? <laughs> I don't know, but you. Were, I kept trying to show you, and then you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you were like, I want you. I want to commission you. Oh yeah, uh, right. to paint some emotion or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can see in. in Whenever, I'll look later. Yeah, look later. Yeah. Enrique, your shit is not important enough for her to break away from the mic for <laughs> a split second. But um, he oh, did. Enrique a, stuff? Yeah. Right on. He's cool. Yeah, he, he took a very depressing take <laughs> at the concept well, I gave what, him. What was the emotion that you gave him? Wasn't it like. Restlessness. Well, that's, you know, but make it happy. <laughs> yeah, no, not necessarily happy. <laughs> Yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about when you see it. Uh, it's the worst commission I could ever think of getting. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, that's the, like I had these like, ideas that pop in my head, and I was like, "Oh, this would be a good theme." It's a, definitely not a bright theme. It's a dark theme. Yeah, it sounds like you're trying to get in touch with your emotions <laughs> through other people's art. Through other yes. people's art, yeah. yeah. Eh, you know, I'm very introspective. No, 
<laughs> but the next one is uh, uh, what was it? Boundless creativity or something like that, or oh, okay, something like that. I don't know. I'll, Most of all, this, I'll, iron it I'll out. have to look at a recase thing. It sounds very like abstract. Most of the stuff I do is very like um, what's the word I'm looking for? Objective. Do you have like a name? Or for our website, like where people um, check out your stuff. I have a website that's katevancedesigns.com. Um, and then I have How'd you go up with that name? Who I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, Devin, my boyfriend was like making me the website and he was like, You just need to come up with a name. Like, just do it. And I was like, ah and like my my handle on Instagram that I have like the most following on is poop shoes. But it's not like <laughs> Yeah. And like I have a like a decent graphic artist following for poop shoes, but uh, whenever you try to like market that to anybody over the age of like 40, yeah. um, who are the- you really shot high on that estimate? <laughs> yeah. 40. 40. I don't know. So, I'm 30. So we're, you know, anyone older than me by 10 years is going to be like poop shoes or anyone who has money to spend on that kind of stuff. So I just went basic. I'm sure I'm going to change it eventually, but right now that's what it is. Yeah. I feel like writing like a PO out to poop shoes would be like, <laughs> yeah. a, <laughs> the IRS might like poop turn, shoes, LLC. Yeah. Turn yeah. a couple of heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went with something more professional sounding. But. So your, your artwork, um, so they're both, they're both artwork. Do you feel like one is more, art than other or are they equal or what are your thoughts? It's just different. It's just different. Yeah. I don't think there's like a hierarchy to that kind of stuff. And I think as soon as you start feeling that way about art, it's so much like that sounds like competition and not like expression. If that makes any sense. Have you ever seen art that you're like, that's not art. <laughs> yeah. There's actually, there's a museum somewhere in the uh, North of the U S that's called bad art. And it's like, people's artwork that people i guess would say is bad are you sure you're not but then you have to yeah i'm sure there's a website yeah museum of bad art are you sure you're not referring to the houston museum of modern art (laughs) (laughs) there i've seen i've been there like probably 15 to 20 times in my life i like because i love going to the the houston fine arts museum and then whenever you're there you might as well go check it out Mm -hmm. yeah uh and solid 80 percent of stuff eh, i'll be more conservative 70% 70% of the stuff I've seen there, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I mean, it does, it, I do feel frustrated when I see somebody who's like, it's an old sock it, sitting yeah. on a stool. Yeah. And I'm like, that seems very personal. You know, I guess this is like your story. I feel like an artist it seems very lazy. It, you know what I mean? <laughs> or taking a photo of it, but you've put it out here and now it's like a sculpture and it's just like, I have to understand that I just don't get it. Yeah. Or or at least be like in awe of the fact that they've marketed themselves so well that they've yeah. gotten exactly. to this point that they can be like this sock on a stool for five million dollars. Do you think you? I, I don't know how the the modern art museum works okay, here in Houston. Does it have to be some big name person, or is there some middle process, or how does there's got to be? I don't know. I would feel like what a if you dick like- if I just walked in there like with some paintings <laughs> under my sleeve, like yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. You send somebody in to sell it for you, like your agent. Right. And we'll get somebody. It's just me and a mustache. <laughs> with a <laughs> That's brilliant. Yes, Catherine's artwork. <laughs> I'm like going in and out of different accents. They, they respect that. They're like, this person is dedicated. Oh, man, that sounds hilarious. I that do does sound do that. funny. 
amazing. Wearing a trench coat in the middle of summer. Yeah. Fedora for some reason. Sweating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I am her agent. She sent me. But wouldn't that be the ultimate like comic attitude thing to do? Like, oh, yeah, we would have had you on this festival years ago if you just submitted. Yes. And you're like, yeah, but I didn't think you would, so I never did. Kind of it sounds like something my mom would tell me to do when I'm looking for oh. a job. Like, why don't you just go in there? And well, that's so true. <laughs> that's like, there's so, that's a, I feel like a uh, lot of people get uh, paralyzed by, oh, I don't want to get rejected or, or look silly because they're like, oh, of course you can't do that kind of a thing. But that's what makes like Jindrin of the world. Or get a certain level of success because, like, fuck it, I'm just going to try. Go ask, and I'm going to do it in like a like, professional way. Like, it, we get those people on breaking down bits. He showed me like how like what they do to get them on there. And it's like mm-hmm. he's just asking asks professional way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's not even they're not offering them money. They're not like I don't think. No. But, I, but I mean, that's how I get booked on a lot of shows too. Is mm-hmm. just to ask. For the longest time, I was afraid to ask. To get I still don't like asking much. I don't like doing it because it makes me be like, oh, please come up on your comedy show. But that's how everyone gets on. I know, and I that's realize that now. See a lot of the same people over and over and over again. Yeah, for sure. But um, I, I, don't, I don't blame them. I just feel like I want to have like a solid certain amount of time before I start like being like trying to throw any amount of weight around. Oh, for sure. But um, which we should get over that mentality. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not how it works really. But, um, yeah. When did you get into comedy? When I moved to Houston in 2018. Where'd you live? Uh, I went to UNT, so I lived in Denton for like eight years before that. Oh, okay. But I've you- moved like 12 times in my life. Where are you from originally? That's a good question. I don't know. Well, I was born in Mississippi. Really? Yeah. Did not know that. Born, but I lived there for like a year. And I don't remember any of it. And then that's when we moved to Oklahoma and lived on an emu farm for five years. <laughs> <laughs> what? And then it was like Louisiana, Angleton, Galveston, Friendswood, Fort Worth. Alito. So did your family raise emus or were they yeah, like for five hiding years. out on this farm for a while? My, it was like the 90s and emu was we're supposed hot. to be like the, <laughs> the next chicken. It was like the new sustainable meat. You know? Were they really? Yeah, that's, they were really trying to mark, like that yeah. was a thing yeah, for a there while. There was a burger place that had emu burgers and I remember the guy there was like, this is the next big thing. And then like, yeah. they were later, they didn't sell it. It didn't anymore. sell anymore. Yeah, because people didn't want to eat a fucking bird burger. You were know? they good? Yeah, it's red meat. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's like steaks. Wow. Yeah. So Australia had like that, the emu, like feral emu problem. They're yeah. like out of control. That like sounds horrifying. Over. That sounds awful. If they're uh, eatable meat. Dude, it's Australia. Everything's out of control there. That's fair. <laughs> Wildfires. <laughs> drunkenness. They like kill. Knife making. Cats yeah. are out of hand. They just like kill cats like possums. Do they really? Yeah. Well, I fucking hate cats. So, really? Yeah. <laughs> cats. People name cats. They're all the wow. They're all the devil. Wow. People name cat are. I, don't, I feel like I'm going to insult somebody. It's <laughs> like somebody cat? in the yeah. room. Yeah. Yeah. Cat? That's funny. I haven't like. I don't know. Is there a rivalry when between I, cats I and cats? I don't like. I don't know anyone named cat. But when people call me cat, cat D, a new comic. That sounds familiar. Yeah, she's like Egyptian, half Egyptian, half. But when people call me Cat, I'm like, it's Kate, you know. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I'm so irrationally upset about it. I don't know. That's like it's not. That is worse than somebody who's like Caroline, Carolyn, because it's it could be spelled the same. Kate and Cat are completely different names with just one letter difference. I think it's also because they're like uh, Cat seems like it's short for Caitlin. I thought Cat was short for Catherine. Yes. 
it's all the same. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a white woman who's upset. <laughs> well, now the audience knows we're talking to a white person. There go all your chances for racist jokes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which are going around these days. Uh, yeah, dude. Holy shit. That Tony Hinchcliffe stuff popped yeah. off today. So, yeah, exactly. So, I I didn't know what was going on. So, people were like, I was seeing these group chats were kind of exploding. I was like, what yeah. the hell is going on? And like, oh, Victor, da, 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 da. Yeah. So, uh, I was like, all right. What's this? It can't be that bad. It's I clicked so on I was like, whoa, bad. it's so much worse. <laughs> it's like, slow down, dude. Yeah. You think there'll be any like long term? Did you, did you hear what happened? No. Oh, man, I can't even like say Please it. Please repeat word for word what he says. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. But it's like, it's not shocking because it's Tony Hinchcliffe. That guy's a That's piece pretty of shit. shocking. That guy's a piece of shit. It, okay, I don't, <laughs> did well, you hear the whole conversation he had with Zide on stage yes. about how racism is over? Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> <What? laughs> so, like, when I first saw his post, which I got. Oh my God, our group chat is like, yeah, oh, yeah. God posted something about it. So I was like, all right, this is the savviest move of all time. He's gonna, he can get some exposure for his set. And I, went yeah. and I was like, okay, let's see what the story was. So I went to his, his bit. I was like, whoa, this is, this is really bad too. And mm-hmm. he handled that like a champ. And like he even said, like, he was working at the club. He couldn't really go. He just had to laugh hard. through it, but you can see him like gripping the mic stand every yeah. now and then. He, whenever his eye goes <laughs> yeah. like that, you know that there's like something more under the surface there. That guy's about to pop off. I can't believe it. That was uh Hinchcliffe's take. It was, yeah. It was like, it's wild. And he went like, I saw like five minutes. He was like, well, racist things don't happen to me. So it's yeah. over now. Oh, and and oh, Zide oh, goes, well, oh. maybe that's because you're white. Yeah. And, and Tony was like, what? What's up? What's what's it? It? Exactly. I'm like, God, why are you so like small and insecure? Victor said that if Tony gets booked at the secret group again, he's going to come fight him. And I kind of want to see that. He has been known to fight in public. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, we talked about that when we had him on. He, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm usually like in the background somewhere. Yeah, you I'm enjoy always all the like fun around. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, somebody fighting? Like, Victor, you, you fighting again? <laughs> yeah. He's like, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, that was, but that was like super egregious. Like, oh, dude, I, I would, I would just, I wait for him to throw the first punch and be right in there, dude. Yeah. Fuck that guy. God, I hate that. Do guy. you think that he'll get bo- like booked on like? Well, the thing that sucks is that Tony Hinchcliffe ended up being too big for our club to... Where in Houston is he going to play? He was going to move to Warehouse Live. Oh, yeah. Definitely a bigger venue than Secret Group. I haven't been there since I saw Danzig or Clutch or some band. You saw Danzig at I've seen him multiple times. Wow, okay. (laughs) I went through a phase where I listened to some heavier music. That's long since gone. No, I'm not shocked by that. You're shocked that I go out and do anything in public at all? Yes. Usually, okay. yeah. That's fair. That's uh, fair. I, I don't know. I'm a very popular person. It's always weird for me, too, like, when I hear comedians do, like, anything else. You know, yeah. like, when I run into comedians at the grocery store, it's always really weird. Because I'm like, oh, yeah, you're like people. You, yeah. I like, find out that they have, like, real jobs. They're, like, making Who decent money. About- who was talking about running into you at a grocery store recently? Probably, I, I don't know, Wes. I also ran into Andy Huggins. It wasn't Andy. I'm sure it wasn't. Does he, so how does he shop? Is he like uh, getting one of those little carts? And, Andy? Yeah, or does he have like a little he, hand he had, I think he had a basket. He was moving fast. We ran into each other a couple times. Really? Yeah, we were both like... Was it on the, the, the condom aisle? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that would be it was, hysterical. It was the frozen food section because we all know Andy loves his ice cream. Mm. Oh, ice cream is great. Uh, who doesn't like ice cream? 
Fucking monsters, that's amazing. who. That's okay. Adam <laughs> likes it so much he had freezer burnt ice cream on Sunday. I did. It was terrible. <laughs> it was the worst ice cream I've had in It's like years. you're basically eating old cream, but you're like, it's frozen, so well, it's fine. <laughs> look, look. In my defense, we were at a sushi restaurant. When I think sushi, I think ice cream. Naturally. What? Yeah. <laughs> All right. It was what? an ill-advised decision. It was one of those uh, sushi places that has like a little conveyor belt. Oh, okay. Which are really cool. I like Very those cool. places. Yeah. And uh, shockingly inexpensive. Um, but I didn't really want any more sushi. Just want a little ice cream? And they had these, um, on the conveyor, they had this ice cream looked really good. And everything else, the sushi was really good. So I was like, all right, give it a shot. And I never had deep fried ice cream before. Oh, that's cool. That's like a fun way of doing it, I guess. Yeah. So it was like, uh, Dan vouched for deep fried ice cream. So I took his advice. That's like a carnival kind of thing. Yeah. I'll, I could have got... I'll, in his defense, I guarantee that the, the deep frying was not the problem. No. This ice cream was just, I, got, I was, should have got the vanilla, but I got the butter pecan. I was feeling a little froggy and it was just really bad. Butter pecan at a sushi restaurant. I, I finished it. Why, why didn't you eat like green tea ice cream or something? That was an option. I would have leaned I, into that one. I don't know that I like green tea ice cream. Have you tried it? No. It's green tea good. is green tea it's is such dope, a dude. Yeah. Red bean ice cream is really good too. Come yeah. on, it's just such you get, a get mellow into mochi, flavor. dude. Let's you know. Here what we are now? talk about food again. Mochi. Let's do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you said an emotion. I was like, no, nah, I don't do mochi. Those. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I am a robot. <laughs> One time I was I was at brunch with a bunch of people and Jamal was there and <laughs> Jamal just at one point near the end uh, asked the enemy of the podcast. Over. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, uh, he asked the waiter. He's like, oh, can I just. Can I get just like a little ice cream? I was like, are you a child? <laughs> yes, he is a child. <laughs> Have you not spent a lot of time with him? He's an enemy of the podcast? No, no. I, I know that on his podcast, every time your name is mentioned, he gets real upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like a running gag. Um, yeah. I actually, I did his podcast uh, and we got wine drunk. Uh, this is not a theme if you're listening anyone who knows me, including my employer. Uh, <laughs> this is the two times that I was uh, pretty tipsy. But uh, we ended up talking like we had the, the longest episode of his podcast. Oh wow! Like the, the video really got hashing it out, up. dude. It was a lot of fun. I love Jamal. He's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, I like but, Jamal too. Um, we talked about Family Guy a lot. He's a huge fan of Family Guy. I'm not. A, I'm not a huge fan of Family Guy. Not Family Guy. I'm sorry. I'm disparaging. I was his like, good are name. we 13? Futurama. <laughs> we all like quoting. All right, Futurama's dope. I will get behind that one. Better than The Simpsons. Yes. I hate the Bender character. Like, I'll probably watch. What? That's the, I, uh, the best. I want to get Bender like tattooed Whoa. on my ass, dude. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I know a guy. Uh, I know a guy who uh, the Nolan, the guy who we had in the pockets, the artist from Art, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. He has Bender tattooed on his ass. Yeah, it's a thing because, yeah. like, in the in the TV show, does he, he has, really? Yeah, he, he has a Bender tattoo on his butt, and it's got a binary underneath it. it. And it's what opens a time portal. Oh, so there's more to this. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's there's like a, I, there's probably. Hundreds of thousands of people with bender tattoos yeah. on their ass, but it's still cool. So you want to be real original. Okay, cool, oh, yeah. cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I also, it can't be my next tattoo because my, you know, the only one I have is on my butt. So I can't just like have two ass tattoos. Oh, I feel weird. like I'd be rude if I didn't have a follow up question to that. Uh, <laughs> far be it for me to be rude. What is this tattoo of? It's just an alien head. So you have, uh, what's the guy named from American Dad? Roger from American Dad, and now you want no, Bender? No, no, I just went like real traditional with the alien head. 
Just the head. Yeah. I hope my mom doesn't find out about it yeah. this way. <laughs> She's actually a big fan. Oh, She's going to be upset. Um, <laughs> we talk on a regular basis. Oh, God. Uh, her long How is she? No. How was her Mother's Day? I don't know. Yeah, Cat Vance is cool. She's doing great. <laughs> Wait, you think my mom's name is Cat? No, I just said <laughs> So this explains why you really don't like the book. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's a maternal thing. It's I guess a maternal my mom rage. could go by Cat. My mom's name is Catherine, so I could also see you having a uh, a friendship with my mother. Oh really? <laughs> she cool? Nah. No, you're just that lame. Thanks. No. <laughs> no. I didn't have you on be... here so you could insult me. <laughs> she she just like she would she would love that more than anything else. Just to be like, I'm friends with one of Kate's friends. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's adorable. When you were growing up, like when you were a kid, I feel like this might vibe with you. We'll see. Were you one of the kids that was like, was really got along really well with like adults? Or were you one that were like, you're just a little punk kid that was running around? Um, I mean, I got were you along mature with adults above your pretty age? well. I didn't go through that phase really of like not talking to adults or mm-hmm. whatever. Cause I've, I've seen that happen before, but uh, not a lot of adults around usually when I was in like high school, though. So, oh yeah, I would hope not. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I was homeschooled. <laughs> so I was homeschooled. It's a bit different. Like we did this like thing once a week. It was called co-op. Uh, yeah. It's like all the homeschool kids come together and get one little taste of what the real world's like. Yeah, didn't y'all have like a homeschool prom stuff like yeah. that? I have a bunch of friends that were homeschooled. Yeah. Really? Um, no, but my parents like they they worked in oil and gas, so they would leave a lot. And like for the last two years of my high school, they were like living in my not North, North Dakota while I was going to school. Both of them, Fort Worth. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever been in North Dakota? Fuck no. <laughs> no, no interest. No. Where's Deadwood? Is that North Dakota or South, South Dakota? South Dakota, I believe. I'm. I don't. It all sounds too cold. I'm pretty yeah. sure Deadwood's in South Dakota. I'm pretty sure you're right. Which Deadwood has a a bit of an appeal for me. Like I would enjoy. Checking it out because it's got all that history, mm-hmm. but um, it would have to be like on my way somewhere else, more interesting. I think that the like isn't Mount Rushmore or something up there, South Dakota. I yeah. think South, South Dakota, Dakota has all the worthwhile shit. If you live in North Dakota, you're probably just <laughs> miserable. Yeah, well, when they lived in Minot, they said that they didn't even go outside for like a month oh. because like all the buildings downtown are connected by walkways. So, so if you, you were to ask to them. Outside. You you call them on a random day. You're like, hey, y'all going outside tonight? Today? You going, they, have you not? seen the outdoors in 48 hours? <laughs> yeah, they're just like, it's all white. It's just blizzards all day. It sounds awful. Oh, it was blizzards. I was talking it's about. I thought you were talking about the population. Fuck. No, just snowy. Yeah, they were just like, it's yeah. all white. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! I mean, maybe that's very possible. Yeah, they were working for a whole company. They worked at a gas station. They didn't want to be around any non-whites. <laughs> And wow. my not North Dakota was the way to go. Oh shit! No, <laughs> no <laughs> I bet you if we look up the demographics right now, it's not looking great. Probably not. I wonder even what the population of it's just like no minuscule. Yeah. But they deserve two senators, and I believe that firmly. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Strange opinions brought to you by Bill Maher. That's one of his big like uh, things he talks about all the time. Is he thinks it's ridiculous that there's two different Dakotas. It's like there's like 10 people who live in both of them. Right. No, and like, and they, get, they each get two senators. So it's, it's weird. <laughs> California gets two senators. North Dakota gets two senators. South Dakota gets two senators. So he's like, how is this representative? Well, but um, 
We yeah. gained we gained a, a house seat. Yeah, but that's a house seat. There's like what five hundred of those. Yeah. Senators yeah. was only a, a hundred. But I don't, uh, I don't really know how the government works. So really, because I was planning to ask you about the Middle East conflict that's popping <laughs> off right now. <laughs> Seemed like t- I was the gal. <laughs> yeah, you team in Israel. Yeah, Palestine. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shit is actually popping off over there right now. It's kind of crazy. Uh, hasn't it? Kind of. Yeah, that do be happening. Yeah, it does seem to pop up quite often. Tony Hinchcliffe has some interesting thoughts oh, on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly nuanced. You know, I'm going like, to sit back and let Tony talk about it. Yeah, know? exactly. Ugh, gross. Uh, <laughs> God, that guy sucks. Do you want to know the demographics for Minot, North Dakota? Sure. <laughs> All white. <laughs> 90.2% white, 2.3% African American, 3.2% Native American, 0.9% Asian, 0.1% Pacific Islander, so there's one, and 0.6% yeah, There's that other. one guy, yeah. <laughs> oh, so that's man. what we need to do to start spreading diversity, start sending any... any uh, minority groups to all of these states because they'll love it out there. It'd be great. Oh my God, you sound like a... Forced diversity. This is like a trail of tears I'm setting up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll send all of these minorities yeah. somewhere else. <laughs> I'm not Hitler. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I don't want to my- be associated with this. <laughs> <laughs> the nickname of Mina is the Magic City. Oh, that they're over. That's overkill. That is such a lie. <laughs> yeah. I can tell by this one very horrible picture that this is a horrible place. Other than maybe that there's a lot of magicians from there. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I would believe oh that. Yeah. Which are truly horrible people. So what'd your parents say about it? Do they? About what? Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, they didn't like it. They made a lot of money out there though. I'll say that. What didn't they like about it? Uh, it was freezing cold. This is freezing cold. And yeah. It yeah. sucks. And it ain't Texas, you know. <laughs> what is though, right? <laughs> Texas. Do you like consider yourself a Texan, even though you're from? Yeah, I mean, I would have to say that because I've lived here majority of my life. So he's from California. What am I going to claim, Oklahoma? Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Not, uh, <laughs> no. No. Not really. Where you I, know you're getting into Oklahoma from North Texas. Whenever you cross the border, casinos. There's a giant yeah. billboard that just says meth. <laughs> and that's how you know that you're in Oklahoma now. Yeah. And I'm like, is it a warning sign or an advertisement or something? Like, what the fuck? It's so jarring. Oklahoma State motto. Yeah. <laughs> how to tolerate your life in Oklahoma. Oh, God. Are things moving too slow. It's hot and humid what in the summer, and it's the... freezing storms in the winter. The beer's alcohol percentage is it's below l- normal. It's lower, right? Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. Well, it really helps even out the meth. Addiction. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to be drunk and stoned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it called stone for math? I don't know. I don't know why I looked at you when I asked that. Yeah, I was, you, you're asking the wrong I don't person. know what, yeah, I don't know what it would be. Yeah, well, I want to. There needs to be. I want to see. High, yeah, high so, on meth. It's nerdy, but I love those like maps where it's like shows like the biggest fast food chain in every state oh, yeah. or like the biggest sports team sure. in every state biggest the drug biggest of drug of choice of every state would be interesting what do you think texas would be weed mm. i would hope or al- alcohol can't count why should it just be meth everywhere we're like oh that would be hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like why are we not talking about this 
It's just uh, meth across all 50 meth states. Meth everywhere. It's like, oh, it's a problem. Okay, okay, okay. I'm pretty okay, sure okay. West Virginia's <laughs> opioids, they're really, uh, they love those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, well, that would be interesting with somebody's drug of choice in a city. I feel like this map has got to exist. Speaking of speaking of meth, what's your closest encounter <laughs> with meth you've ever had in your life? Well, I worked at a hotel for a while, so I had a lot of, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, when I was a teenager, our neighbor, we had a neighbor out in front, and it was a meth lab that burned down twice a mm. year apart. So like the first time it burned down, I was driving home and this house is on fire. Yeah. I pull in house. I'm like, what's going on? And my mom's like, oh, the house is on fire. You know, and something happened. Yeah. Very calm. 10, 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, the house is on yeah. fire. The house is gone. What do you want for dinner? I left your plate. <laughs> Basically. That's Basically, that's what happened. Like, my family was very low key. Yeah. So uh, we're eating Almost dinner. Almost catatonic. Watching, we're eating dinner, like watching the fire Burn. Clean, clean up the burned yeah. down house. Sheriff comes up, wants to talk to us. Oh yeah, this was a meth lab. Da, 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 da. Did you notice anything suspicious? No, we never did. We don't, we don't look. My we son's don't talk about, a lot more we don't energy talk about anything. We don't talk so, about anything. Yeah, yeah. So then, like a year later, burned down again after the house. Was Amazing. Rebuilt. I'm. I'm. I'm Oh, tremendous. They'd like, was it a meth lab again? Yep. Meth lab again. Oh man. That's like the fool me once. Shame on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we're well, going to try re- again. That's what like, I always say. What's the resale value of a house that burned down from meth? Zero. Yeah. <laughs> right. My yeah, God. That's a tough way to go. Yeah. I've never like, I've never li- lived or seen a house burned down because of meth. I've seen meth heads though. You get close enough. You know? Oh, easy to spot. There's yeah. several people I assume would be meth heads. Yeah. Like I was at, the, I went to an Astros game uh, recently with Carrie and Michelle. Yeah. And uh, one other surprise guest. But anyway, um, Alex. Uh, but um, we went to this game and this guy was like screaming at this uh, parking lot attendant. And I was like, this has got to be meth. It's got to be meth. He was just losing it. This angel like attendant was just like, Standing there, not getting absorbing upset. it all yeah. in. I would be losing my mind. Yeah, I don't have a lot of patience for no, that kind of thing. no. It would have been awful. But, but if somebody started yelling at me and I was a parking attendant, I'd be like, "I'm not fucking getting paid for this shit," <laughs> and I would like rip yeah. my apron off and leave. That's a good point. <laughs> but she had to make sure that those spots were guarded so that tow trucks wow. can get a lot of money. For, Dedicated to the yeah. craft. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, fuck tow truck uh, drivers. They are the scum of the earth. Unless, you, unless y'all have any family members that do it. In which case, it's not What, my best. truck? Yeah. No. No. Would you rather be a tow truck driver making $150,000 a year or a garbage man making $60,000 a year? Probably tow truck. How do you sleep at night? <laughs> not well <laughs> let me tell you it's a lot of melatonin there's like a process you yeah. know so I guess everyone's on this melatonin train mm-hmm. it's um you can it's you're not supposed to like take melatonin all the time because your body will be like well, where, where's the melatonin that we get all yeah, the time only been doing yeah, step your games up rookies get some, <laughs> yeah, get some ambient know, right? like some real adults and I'm like I guess I'm just addicted to melatonin <laughs> that's fine it's fine it's fine yeah you're not supposed to take a bunch of it but they put it out there like you're supposed to. And it oh, works. I have some. I never take it, though. I just yeah. use the real stuff. The issue with melatonin that I have is, like, if I take it the next morning, I'm super, like, groggy. I'm oh, I'm tired. way past that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad I got to sleep at night. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of how I feel. 
No, yeah. If you if you take more than your body's used to, you'll feel like crap. Oh all man, the next yeah, day. yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, still in dream world. Yeah, when yeah. I've- Better than sitting there in bed with your regrets. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken from experience. Oh, God. Damn, your eyes got so big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever counted the popcorn on your ceiling before? <laughs> I have. You don't want to go there. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's like, so my brain, I don't know how, it, it's a fucking weird thing, but mm-hmm. whenever I, it's probably because I'm constantly distracted during the day, but whenever I lay down to go to sleep, it's like the one time I have quiet and my brain's just like going up. A you should put like rain sounds on. Uh, it doesn't help. Just. Oh, I love that. Well, Bring that specific sound might work. I'm going to need you to record. Just white noise. Can we loop that? Yeah, we uh, can loop that for like 10 hours. <laughs> what if we did and like, it worked perfect? And, and Adam like has the best sleep of his <laughs> life. You know? I'd sell fucking tapes, dude. <laughs> yeah. I would sell. That'd be my merch at the end of my show. I'd be like, and if y'all can't sleep at night, I got tapes in the back of me yeah. just breathing the one from the real tape, the weird into a microphone for <laughs> yeah. five hours straight. <laughs> Oh man, that'd be. Sweet. I'm all about white noise when going to sleep. Oh, you something. would be about white noise. Wow, <laughs> you must be from North Dakota. Jesus Christ, this Ohio. is not that kind of podcast. Oh man, yeah. what's your favorite place you visited throughout your world travels? Or your my world United travels. States travels. But I mean, the, the coolest place I've ever been. I don't like. I don't know. I Houston, it. Texas. Next question. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never leaving. No, I went uh, when I was younger, when I was still in high school, my parents took us to Amsterdam for New oh, Year's. Oh, nice. Which was like, if you go to Amsterdam. You're fun parents. Yeah. No oil me and your oil money, friends. baby. Come on. Um, but if you ever have the uh, opportunity to go to Amsterdam, definitely go on New Year's because it is a crazy place on New Year's. Really? Yeah. Everybody like. Goes into sense. the streets and they like fire off like uh, black hats. But you know how we have like little tiny, the little red things mm-hmm. and they're like this big. Mm-hmm. Theirs are like the size of my thumb. They're huge. It sounds like a war zone's going off. People are like, standing in a big crowd and you just see people like lighting fireworks in their hands and then just like throwing them. And that's like the one day of the year that they allow you to like smoke weed out on the street and stuff. It's cool. Sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was a hell of a time. I've never been. Uh, I've, only, I've only been outside the United States like three times. To where? Canada. Uh, uh, nope. Never been to Canada. Mexico? I've been to Mexico <laughs> twice. And Jamaica and Grand Cayman. Jamaica's cool. I'm going to Jamaica again this summer. Okay. For a wedding. That's cool. Their red stripe like, tastes different there. It's way better. I would imagine so. Jerk chicken was great. Oh, yeah. Everyone thought I was dating my sister the entire time. <laughs> Makes sense. So They're like, why not, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're trying to get us to do couples things. Like, this is my sister. Relax. Mm. Which I guess they had no way of knowing. But is it I, just because like, she was the only other white woman next pretty, to you or yeah, something? Much, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, very different demographics than North Dakota is Jamaica. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I love the islands. I've never been. Time. I want to go. It was a fun time. You should go. Uh, other cool place I've been. My sister lives in New Zealand. She's lived really? there for the past ten years. Yeah, and I got to go visit her. And she What's New Kevin Passman. Oh, like? uh, dude, New Zealand's like wild. It's like it's the only country I can think of where we like we took a van around the South Island and we got trapped in a rainforest by an avalanche. 
Whoa. I need to go to New Zealand. <laughs> Which is like, what? Did y'all cause this avalanche? No, I don't think so. No. No. You're it was right. like, we went down to the tip, and there's only one road in and one road out, and you have to drive through this huge thing of mountains, and it's like spring or whatever, and you're driving around, and everything looks like green and fine, and then all of a sudden you're in like driving through middle earth and these mountains that is snowing and everything. And then you just pop out all of a sudden and it's like lush, like palm fronds and shit like that. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh Sounds yeah. Nice. <laughs> it's okay. good shit. She, she's been there. Oh yeah. She lived in Australia for several years. Oh, too, cool. So. Cool. 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 Yeah. You know, Kevin Passman, the comedian. Mm-mm. Yeah. He's like uh, Isaac Eubanks and him are like really tight. I don't know if you know him either, but Isaac Eubanks sounds familiar. Yeah. He's like, looks like, um, the dude from flight of the Concords. Mm. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, he lives in New Zealand and he does comedy there. He's like, it's the best place in the, on, on the earth. Yeah. My sister kept trying to tell me to go live out there and do comedy. Yeah, he loves it. Man. Yeah. I don't know how many big cities there are in There's a couple. New Zealand. There's a couple. There's like, Christchurch, Christ Wellington, Auckland, mm. and uh, there's a couple of others. But Wait, Christchurch? Look, place got the big mass shooting. Was that there? Mm. I thought there was a big mass shooting at a place called Christchurch. And I assumed it was like a church. Like, no, this is like a city. Oh, maybe that is where it was. I don't know. Got, like, I know Christchurch. Like every few years, Facebook gets just like, pummeled by uh, earthquakes. <laughs> I don't In case you didn't know, that. is this a sign language for earthquake? Is just it, it, it was the plates knocking together, or whatever you know. Yeah. Speaking of plates knocking together, um, <laughs> this is how I do it. Let me show. If you, you work at a hotel, you get to hear some things. Anyway, <laughs> so you've lived a weird life. You worked at a hotel. Uh huh. Your parents were gone for the last two years of high school, basically. Yeah. See what other weird things have happened in your life? You've fallen down some stairs. Yeah, a lot. You find us some rolling teenagers. I, um, yeah, I fell down some stairs after I, I had spinal surgery like five years ago. I have like a hole in my spine. Um, rocks in your head, hole in your spine. Rocks in your head. Also, so he, I think this is just like a fun thing that doctors do. Because you know how my doctor was like, you got rocks in your head. Cause I, and I'm sure that he went <laughs> afterwards, you know, yeah, like, yeah. They're like oh, doctor jokes. Yeah. When I went in for my pre-op, because uh, I had a herniated disc in my spine. Oh, shit. Um, and he said, all right, what we're going to do, we're going to make a decision. And I'm just going to go in, cut all the bad stuff out. And I was like. Can you use some Latin or something? <laughs> like more comfortable with you like digging yeah. around in my my backbone, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's just like a fun doctor thing they like to do. They like to oversimplify it. Yeah. They're like you fucking idiot. <laughs> Is this the same doctor? No, 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 no. <laughs> Where the fuck were you living? <laughs> Where do no. you get these country doctors? No, no, no. I, that was a doctor I found from the insurance that I had for a short period of time. Miss that insurance shit. is uh yeah miss that major stuff. key miss that stuff. <laughs> what would you do right now if you had insurance? If I had insurance, ah mm-hmm. uh, man, I'd go I'd go see a doctor immediately and just be like, just just give it to me straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they're, they're like? No, you're like the the I, the oh, no way. of health. No 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 no. I'm sure there's there's something wrong. <laughs> sure, not to sound like a hypochondriac, but like. <laughs> No, there's got to be something wrong. You're good. That's what I keep telling myself every day. They say that laughter is the best medicine. So, oh, I mean, shit. you've been getting some of the good Healed. stuff for a long time. 
uh, why am I so sad? <laughs> <laughs> so you've been doing comedy for a while. I've seen you on some big shows. Like, so yeah. when did you start getting some success? Like, what was like the tipping point where you're like, actually, forget about that. We'll get to that later. So when you first did it, what was, how did your first set go? Really good. Really? First set was really good, actually. How long have you been I, doing it? I mean, like I said, I've only been doing comedy since like 2018. But I started out as at the Pro-Am mic that Brad Gray used to do. Uh-huh. And it was like the bucket. And uh, I love Brad. R.I.P. Yeah. And a bunch of people <laughs> went like, up. Yeah, I don't love him. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I just didn't know him very well. Mm-hmm. Last time I saw him, he was throwing up mushrooms outside a secret group, and then he ran so, away. He sounds about- <laughs> oh, yeah. I heard about this story. Yeah. Um, but uh, some people went up, and the audience was like leaving or whatever. And then I went up and did my clown story. And in retrospect, it wasn't like my best comedic moment. I'm not I'm never going to be like, I crushed it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I did like better than I expected, better than everybody else expected. It was like a really nice start to it. And I was uh-huh. like, I, I guess I'll do that some more. I may have seen like your first set. I, always, I don't know why I always assumed you've been doing it for. The first set I did was the clown story. Yeah, I heard. Mm-hmm. I, I, I probably heard. I mean, I've heard it like your yeah. fifth, tenth. I haven't told time. that story like over a year now, though. Yeah, it's a funny um, story. Yeah. That's the one where you're in the closet and That's a real yeah. But the the real story, I'm trapped in a closet dressed as a clown with my boyfriend at the time, who's also dressed as a clown. And then Sounds somebody funny. comes in and starts like having sex or whatever. And that person that came in having sex ended up being in my band a few years later. And I was like I like knew, In your band <laughs> knew that person. <laughs> We've just been burying this this whole time. Yeah, I do that. So you do artwork, you do comedy. And I was in a band for a short period. What kind of band are we talking here? It was like a predominantly female funk band. What? (laughs) Oh, I think I've heard of this before. Yeah. Yeah. What was the name of the band? It was called West in the Grooves. That's right. Yeah, we've talked about this. Yeah. Don't YouTube it. The YouTube is the worst. If you have to look it up, look it up the band camp, but the YouTube is so bad. So he does a, another podcast with Dan Hornstein where they like review music. Uh huh. Y'all should do them on an episode. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Just, it, ugh. I'm a musician too, so I know what it's like. The yeah. first, your first few bands, your first few years, you go back years later and you're like, oh, this is painful. God, yeah. yeah. It's like, we really should have stuck to the P-Funk covers. Just yeah. left it at that. <laughs> yeah. I do love George. All Clinton. respect to my my lady grooves. No, no hate on y'all. They will, they, they might listen to this. I have this like powerhouse group of friends from that band now. We all still oh, like, awesome. talk and hang out and stuff. Any any um, chances of getting the band back together, if you will? Oh man, we always like muse about it. We wanted to. I had an idea. Whenever we were a band. And there was like, we weren't going to break up or anything. There was no chance of that. I wanted to have a reunion show. Mm-hmm. Where people were like, did they break up? You, you put know? that kernel of doubt in their brain. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, did they break up? Are they getting back together? I'm like, what is it? And then we all come up on stage and we're like dressed like old ladies. And we play all of our songs at like just a little bit of a slower tempo. That'd be funny. <laughs> That's adorable. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, it, like, so what did you do in the band? Were you the singer? Were you the guitarist, piano, um, drums? What did you do? I played a synthesizer and I did like backup vocals. And then I had like one song that I sang front on. If you need anyone to play a theremin, Ooh. I got a guy. 
is it you? No. I was like, is there a theremin in a closet? Right <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's Jacob Woods. He's like a newer comic. He actually lives in this apartment complex. Oh, okay. And he has a theremin. A theremin. Yeah. yeah the- we'll just have a synthesizer and a theremin and it won't be weird at all. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong. Honestly, that would be kind of dope. Yeah, that sounds kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah. They got a very experimental. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, electronic noise band. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. I can fuck with that. So if you were to pick an album that, that you would say every, people should like, this is like a great album. That people like w- could review. What would you go with? Like of all music, yeah, all, of all time. I hate these questions. Well, favorite? Get it anyway. No, no, not favorite. Just like one that's like a you would say like undeniably good. Um, I mean, <laughs> just a good uh, song. yeah. I got, so I've been I can, lately. I just, I just lately, need to pick one so I can judge you for it real quick. Uh, lately, I've been listening to Lonesome Crowded West by Modest Mouse, and that might be my favorite album by them. It's good. Yeah, I think that's a good album to review. He's got a lot of feelings in there. There you go. Ever heard of Juliana Theory? No. Have you ever heard of... Uh, what was the one I picked? Yaysayer? Yaysayer? Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, they're really yeah. good. Really good album. You're just... Check it out. It's a, it's a different podcast. You're <laughs> like, it's not... <laughs> Pod- <laughs> podcast called... Uh, where It's At. Where It's At. Okay. Like the Beck song. Mm. Mm-hmm. That little weirdo. I mean, oh, yeah. Beck's cool. I like his music, but I would never want to be in a room alone. You know what him. I like better no. than his music? <laughs> his religious beliefs. Uh, yeah, he's a. He was. He's not anymore. Not that's so, good. Who is anymore? You know, Tom I feel like Cruise after and John Travolta. Oh man! If you look in Tom Cruise's eyes for too long, though, uh, you see death. Oh God, he's crazy. When he laughs, I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's scary. That's another person I don't want to be left alone in a room with. I don't even want to meet the guy. <laughs> Said Tom Cruise, run just away. Yeah. You want to meet Tom Cruise? No thanks. No, thank you. I'll Where is he? So I know stairs. I don't have to be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's terrifying. That guy's very scary. So you do your first set, it uh-huh. goes gangbusters. Yeah. And and, like- and then Zide, whom I was like working with at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, or From heard- Tony Hinchcliffe fan. Yeah. Beef. <laughs> Who- Tony Hinchcliffe beef. Fan. He heard that it went off all right, so he put me on um trash. And so I did trash and he gave me some really good notes after that. And um, I honestly started getting booked pretty quickly. I think that a lot of people were just stoked that like another lady was coming into the scene and it wasn't like I felt strong enough in what I was doing that I was getting booked. But I kind of bottlenecked for a little while. And then I was doing really well right before COVID hit. I was like, I featured. I did a feature set. And then mm-hmm. that was like three days later, they shut everything down. Yeah. That's one thing. I don't know if I was talking about it on air. I think I was or on air, like, but uh, while we were recording, yeah, we're live. Yeah, I feel <laughs> and like canceled. I, I think female comics in Houston, it's like a catch twenty two. They get a lot of opportunities really early, which is great, but it can cause them to kind of like bottleneck because they, they get started. But I mean, booked. I think a lot of comedians bottleneck. You know, if they're getting even, booked. Yeah, because if you're getting booked, you don't have to like go out like to open mics as much. Yeah, and yeah. You don't grind it through. And like I said, it's not, I'm not saying that, I mean, the women are hilarious, don't get me wrong, but I feel like I've seen it happen a couple of times since I've been doing it where it's like, like Beth, hilarious, hysterical, but like she didn't have to go to open mics ever because she was like, she just got booked Getting on booked stuff. Getting booked a lot, yeah. And then she, she, Man, I saw her do a stand up again at um, Scotty's house. Were you there for that one? 
I was there on stage. He know, had a two like, compound shows, one that day and one the next day. Yeah, I think I, that one was the one where I had went and watched. Um, Jared? No, it was. Yeah, I, I was there at the beginning of the night, and then we went and saw um, Tim Dillon oh, at, uh, okay. the, at the improv. And, okay. Oh my God, Victor crushed. Dude, he, Victor is so strong. Yeah, he's, he's very. He's one he's, of the best comics yeah, in Houston. I love Victor. Uh, He's like it'd be interesting to see where if he ends up going to like Austin or. Is he thinking about moving? I don't know. He hasn't said anything, but like, Mm -hmm. at what point do you? Yeah. Oh no! I'm bringing the scene to Houston. No. (laughs) Yeah. It's not really an option at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't Victor have like a like a job? The paralegal, I think. Oh, so he could honestly do that anywhere. That's fine. Yeah, we're basically saying, Victor, you're stop being a lazy piece of shit. Oh my God. <laughs> Go make something of yourself, asshole. Stop dunking on us all the time. Oh and go get some fucking competition, you jerk. <laughs> Move over. Yeah. Um, no, uh, we love Victor. He's been on here a couple yeah, times. That guy's the best. I also like, I hate the idea of that kind of pressure that's like, you're doing well. Why don't you move to New York? And you're like, what if I don't ever know? No, <laughs> but like, and that's the thing is that like you got, you can't get to have a go. Well, what am I talking like I know? But like you have to have like a different, like you have to have a level of hum- being humble, so that way you're grounded. Because you don't want to get this big head, like, oh, I'm the shit. I need to go to New York. I, I'm gonna go destroy. And then all, but you. I also feel like you also have to have that level of confidence to make it in New York too. Yeah, you can't walk into New York and be like, I'm trying. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna fucking walk all over you, dude. For sure. So you gotta, you gotta be somewhere in the middle. Like, like we talked to Trey. We had him on. We talked about that. Yeah. On the podcast a lot and. He's got a good a good plan. Uh, it's, it's exciting. He's I guess got I need to listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. Trey is... I love Trey. He's hysterical. He Every time I see him, every time we see each other... I have this with a lot of people. We have like a special thing we say to each other. And he walks up to me and he goes, mm, Catherine. And I go, Tutson. And we realized... You know, uh, one time he called me Vance. He was like... I said Tutson. He goes, Vance. And I was like, oh shit. We need to open a law firm like right now. <laughs> Tutson and Vance. Tutson and Vance. Yeah. Have yeah. you been injured? <laughs> I, would, I, I would love to go to Tutson and Vance. I would never give a penny to Vance and Tutson. Yeah. Just, yeah. When you reverse it, it just does yeah, not sound... Well, yeah. It doesn't sound right. You gotta put you gotta put him in front of me there on that one. It's just like it, on the ear. It just sounds... Better on the ear. Tuts and advance. Boom. Tuts and advance. Yeah. Vance and Tutson. Sounds like there was an argument where Vance had to be put first for some reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody's got an ego trip in this law firm. Yeah. Vance and Tutson yeah. sounds like appliance repair specialists. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's different yes. for sure. Yeah. Yes. And I think it's more on the Tutson being last than the Vance being yeah, first. Yeah, Tutson and Vance definitely sounds like, um, he, he, at first he said spies. And I was like, spies don't have names. And then I guess they do though. I got proved wrong on that yeah, one. Tell that to Eric Snowden. Or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Who are some other famous spies? Uh, what uh, was James guy's? Bond. Yeah. <laughs> those people. Those like uh, Roth. Roth, not Rothschild. Some Rothstein? couple that got they got executed for giving away like the nuclear secrets. To oh, the I Russians. don't know. I mean, that'll do it. Don't. Get I don't away. think a couple would get executed nowadays. You get prison for life. You don't think people get executed nowadays? You think Epstein killed himself? No. But I'm, like, I'm talking like trial, let's send them to the gallows. Oh, like a, like a guillotine, like a public executing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they got electrocuted, the husband and wife. Whoa, dude. That's such a primitive thing. It's like, I don't know, put a sponge on them head, plug them in. Oh, man. 
Such an you, you, you mentioned game. the sponge thing. Now I think of the Green Mile, and I'm oh. sad. I like that guy. I, I can't remember what he got the death penalty for, but he seemed okay because he liked mice. I think he, it was one of those situations of like um, of mice and men. Like he was like too strong or something. Uh, so. Oh, oh, oh! I remember the main character. Yeah, I'm talking about the guy who didn't get the sponge on his head. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that movie very well. That's a Stephen King, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a Stephen King. Great movie. Very yeah. sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Very like long. one of Stephen King's stronger stories, but God, that guy. Stephen King is notorious, in my opinion. He gets great character development, great story, and then he never finishes any of his uh, books. And just goes all the endings off are a so cliff. Like, you just like literally rushed and you're like, ah, fuck it, aliens. Yeah, well, yeah. when you write on cocaine, sometimes yeah. the story drops off a little You run bit. a guy over one time, and all of a sudden. <laughs> but he's also Shawshank Redemption, yeah. Tim, which is an uh, amazing see, movie. See, again, like, that's also a good story. Yeah. I don't know. Top five movie in my also opinion. Also very long. Yeah. What are your favorite movies? Or a couple, or one or two favorite movies? great movies? I don't know, man. Great movies? I really, I like... Mean Girls. All right, what else? <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. Yes. Uh, I like like A Life Aquatic is a really good movie. I think people, a lot of people would argue that point. No, I um, like all Wes Anderson movies. Yeah, I don't like all of them. Let me say Which that. Which one don't you like? Uh, Darjeeling Limited really didn't get into I've that movie. I've never heard of that. Yeah, some of his newer stuff I, I haven't should take been super back keen my sta- on. Take back my statement. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know why I said where, like that. Where are you from? <laughs> yeah, I should take back my statement. Uh, um, I don't know. That's that's a good movie. I don't have again. I'm not like a favorites kind of person. I'm just like a like a yes or no. So you don't of. have strong opinions. Gotcha. Um, yeah, <laughs> not a lot of backbone here. I tell you, there's yeah, a hole yeah. in my spine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not a woman with a lot of convictions, you know. So, how long were you in this band? We're just going to uh, jump all over the place here. Yeah. I was in the band for like two and a half years, maybe three. Damn. They, con- they went on and continued playing for another like year or so after I left. They got a Why'd you n- leave? new keyboardist. I was... Major beef? No. <laughs> he was <laughs> very good. Um, I was trying to graduate from school. Mm. Selfish. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just I think I just kind of burned out on it too. It was you know we all getting like regular gigs. And- yeah, I mean we had a gig that we would do every almost it was like every other Saturday in the basement of this bar downtown, and then we would get booked in like Dallas here and there and music festivals around town and stuff. Ditton's like a big music spot though, so oh so okay so it's in yeah up in North yeah. Dallas uh-huh. Ditton's uh. The school, it's a huge music school, UNT right? is a jazz school. Yeah. They, their one o'clock bands won Grammys and shit. Yeah, that's so, what I thought. Yeah, my, my uh, buddy of mine went there too. He mm-hmm. played flute. <laughs> you look so disappointed. I, I don't know. Maybe I call me like maybe it's misogynistic. A man like, who plays the flute. <laughs> it just is weird. You trying to say something? And we even talked about how we like Jethro Tull, and he's like male. Uh, yeah, he flute. he made the flute like rock and roll, dude. Yeah, yeah, but like it just seems. Who? It's just, it just seems weird. Like, um, but it shouldn't. I don't know why I have this weird hang. You gotta get over I your like, like my sister played flute. Masculine. So like when I was young, it got stuck in my head. Yeah, it's it's an instrument. It's not like a. Have you ever met a a female tuba player? 
That's kind of like the opposite <laughs> end of that. I was on I was on drumline and I played drumline could be either. I played either. the bass drum, which is like one of like I should the say biggest. All of them can be either. I don't know why it's just weird hanging <laughs> up in my like, head. Adam Radliff has said here today that <laughs> yes. you are allowed. I think I do. I would say a woman tuba player. I don't know why. It just seems even more out of place than have a you male seen Freaks and Flautist. Geeks? No. The TV show. Oh, there's like a lot of interest where it's like a the ladies a ladies a tuba player. Seth Rogen dates her. That's that's how obscure it is. It's part of a comedy show. She was a hermaphrodite though. So there we go. There it out. is. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that's maybe other people got these opinions too. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. What, did you play anything in high school? Um, in middle school. Oh, drum, in middle school, uh, I played saxophone. I wanted to play trombone. DDT play also plays saxophone. Oh, really? And then when I, I moved to a school, I really actually wanted to be on drumline. And then I moved to a school that only had a drumline, which is really weird. And mm. I was like, ha here we go. Now I was on drumline for like a year. I played trumpet for like a year and a half. Nice. And I sucked. You never joined a ska band? No. Uh, <laughs> he was a bit past that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> give it up, get up, give it up. Yeah, give up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we selected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wow. can see you in a ska band though, dude. I saw you got the head good. for a fedora. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> I had hair when I was a kid, god damn it. I wasn't always bald. <laughs> but uh but no, I like I grew up and we talked about this a little bit, I think, last week. We used to I used to go to like these like little like oh, this is on our your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to go to like this little place in Old Town Spring that had like local bands. Blue Giraffe. It wasn't a Blue Giraffe. It was something else. I can't remember what, what it's cool called. Cool venue name, dude. But um, they're like every 15, 16, 17 year old kid. It was either a ska band or emo band. That was mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And there was nothing in between. And I remember there was this one band that played a cover of that Real Big Fish song, Beer. And like they were the shit. Like they, and they were like. <laughs> They playing thought, someone else's music exactly <laughs> that's what's so ironic and um uh, they were like uh, the most popular kids that yeah. were 16 <laughs> they were actually probably just playing their instruments correctly and people were like whoa exactly. revolutionary that's exactly what it was, it was like these guys actually practiced and yeah. had some skill yeah everyone else was just kind of like they were also playing someone else's music, you know. That yeah, helps. which that, is that do be helping. It does help it be catchy. Most of us in the groove songs were covers. If we're gonna be real, real about it. What's your favorite song to play that y'all played? Um, uh, "Ain't No Sunshine" by Bill Withers. That was probably my favorite. Fantastic song. Uh huh. That was a great. Did cover. you sing as well as play? Uh, some of the backup vocals, but most of this. I mean, I was a synth player, and there was already like nine people in the band. You know what I mean? It's a funk band, so. I would mostly make like subtle spaceship noises in the background, like very ambient, like kind of noises. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then I would like hit on an organ and like play a melody or something. That sounds cool. Check them out. What was the band name again? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. God. This is all recorded. Yeah, I know. It's fine. You're Tell not- me the title of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. By the way, DDT is a little salty. Uh, you put just DDT. Is this D-E-D-E? Maybe we'll actually start selling some albums, dude. Fucking crank in on that monetary shit we lost out on. Absolutely. Oh. So what do you and uh, the dude do most of the time? 
I call him the dude because his name's Devin, and I know there's Devin the dude. Devin the dude. That's some kind of a rapper at some point. So it's stuck in my head. It's, it's stuck in my head. You're it's, the only one who calls him that. It, I know. Too, exactly. You know, it's real weird. Uh, I don't know, man. We uh, he we sit around and watch YouTube videos. We 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 talk about Huge our fan. computers a lot. We both built our computers. Do y'all play like, any video games, or is it just all artwork? I man, if I play video games, I have to like allocate like five hours for it because I don't want to sit down and be like, let me just play like five minutes of a video game. Have you ever been sucked into a video game? I've played. I've played a video game like six days straight during quarantine. What was this game called? City Skylines. It's a fantastic game. I I built a beautiful city. (laughs) Is it like like a Sims or? It's like SimCity. It's like SimCity, but what we all wanted SimCity to To be. be, yeah. Yeah. Did it's you like finish each other's sentences. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a great game, dude. You gotta get into it. I don't. Uh, You're not into that kind of stuff. I can, Devin's yeah. never really been into it either. But he, our desk for the longest time, our computers are side by side, and he was like Aww. watching me, like do what I was doing. He was. Y'all like, ever kind of just he like was like, it's weird show. that you're like into this. Like, why are you? <laughs> it's been days, and you're like building the city, and I was like get it. I bought it for him. And then he was on the same thing. We were both like falling asleep at four in the morning and waking up at eight and just building cities again the whole time. It's deep quarantine. I shit. feel like that would be a great game for a kid to be into. Cause it teaches them like it's extremely complicated. Though. Yeah. But that's the thing is that you, that's how you get those brains working on that, yeah. that genius stuff. I feel like a lot of kids would, it depends on the age. I guess I don't have a lot of faith in children. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> depends on the kid. Yeah, it depends on the kid. It takes a lot of, like... If I ever trick a woman into marrying me and I then trick her into having kids with me, I'm going, like, my life's goal is to make this kid... That was the saddest Women of the world. I'm joking, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to make that kid a fucking genius. You're going to be You're a horrible trick father. The kid yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be the worst. You're going to, and then I'm going to trick that kid into being super <laughs> well, yeah, smart. You have to trick him into thinking it's fun. It's got to be, you got to make it fun for them. You can't just be like hardcore <sighs> dickhead about it and then they'll hate you for life. How are you going to trick them? How are you going to trick them into thinking it's kids fun? Kids are dumb as fuck. How can you not trick them? <laughs> this guy is going to kill it, dude. You're yeah. Like, Sky, I think Sky said some, some silver stuff. He's like, yeah, I'd be a grab would be a great dad. Do all this stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, that's what that's the plan." Oh man, and it's like a tinier version of him just being like, "Come on, big dog." Yeah. <laughs> when his dad would come to the the warehouse, because I, I was working for him for a little while, mm-hmm. I still do, but I don't necessarily go into the warehouse anymore. But his dad showed up, and Texter said that him and his dad were around the backside of the truck talking to each other, and he couldn't tell the difference between the two. Because <laughs> they were just calling each other Big Dog. And just, <laughs> I was like, oh, the apple didn't fall far from the tree. That's hysterical. Yeah. I just imagine Scotty having like another kid that just the cycle continues. <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember who I was talking to about this, but I think it might have been, been you and Devin. I don't know. Maybe. But it was like, what comic in the Houston scene do you think gets talked about oh, the yeah. most? When they're not around, Scotty. Like, yeah, Scotty for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has talked the least? Adam yeah. Radliff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's true. What was that? Um, Tess posted some pictures of like bathroom graffiti. And yeah, somebody so, uh, wrote. What, what, what I, oh, it? I sent it off to a lab. They're getting the handwriting checked out. <laughs> what did it say? It was something about. 
about like you asked God for forgiveness or something, uh, or and he said asked no. Asked God for a favor, he said no, or something like that. <laughs> something like that. I'll, oh like, man, it was like yeah, it was. I originally was under the impression that was in the women's room. Is it not? No, it's in the men's room. Oh, so I was like, this is fucking weird because the test didn't take the picture. It was like somebody sent it to yeah, her. exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that, it was in the women's restroom. I just yeah, I assumed I was, I was like. like that's fucked I up. I didn't know we had such strong opinions. <laughs> exactly. I was like, what the fuck? Who would do- okay, yeah. I haven't spurned anybody that I know of. Yeah. But um, women's bathroom graffiti isn't usually it usually doesn't hit that hard. I have a good idea of who it was, just based on people who would ever Jamal? Have- no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jamal would be clever, more clever than yeah. that. That's why I know it's like I, I would be like, I would be willing to bet like big significant money that it was like one of five people. And if I was wrong, I would lose that money. Ooh, we should have a, a Who, bet who's pool. the five people? Yeah. I'm not going to name them because they know, then they'll Ooh, know I'm on to them. We should do a pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not that important, but like it's like. <laughs> I love doing that kind of shit, though. Whenever we had the uh, the last pun off that we had, mm-hmm. uh, me, Zion, and Andrew all sitting around like building the event or whatever. And Andrew was like, we should have like a fantasy Y'all comedy should've. league. I, we there's did. no reason. We did. I shouldn't have gotten farther as like, far as I did. Zide was, um, Zide asked me that day. He was like, do you want to be on the panel to judge? And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh shit, no, you're, you have money in this. <laughs> and like, we couldn't tell any of the comedians who was on our team or whatever. But yes. like, I remember talking, I think I was talking to Tim Williams or something like the night before the pun off. And he was like, yeah, man, I haven't written anything for that. I'm really worried. And I was like, well, you better go home right now and get to work. Because <laughs> he was definitely on my team. Uh, yeah, I lost 40 bucks that day. Oh. Yeah. All my friends were like up on the patio hanging out. And they're like, where's Kate? She's watching the pun off. Oh. Oh, yeah. She's got money in it. <laughs> I'm just sitting there like. Ugh. Money definitely makes everything more entertaining and more exciting. <laughs> for sure. You put money yeah. on something. You're like, mm, now I'm really invested in this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's why the stock market's so popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that, that pun off. I was like the, the yeah, I had bracket buster because I was like a little 16 seed and I did when I went up against Drew Hallway in the first round. And I was like, oh, by all God. means, he should. We both suck, but his was like ruled not technically a pun. No, he so, just chugged a thing of uh, beans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got through the second round too, which I it was also not strong. I learned. And Stokes got disqualified. Did he? Yeah, because he what? tried to make a second pun. Oh yeah, that and is. they they didn't want to like let that shit happen oh, again. Well, Matt, exactly. I know because Ollie was talking about salty. that earlier on the podcast. Exactly, yeah. still salty about Janan R.I.P. Comedy career is he still alive? As far as I know, <laughs> <laughs> he does go to like Mount Everest a lot. I so. remember when I started comedy, she had like a I'm leaving comedy show. Yeah, and I, I was like, she seems really young. How long has she been doing comedy? And they were like, maybe two years. And I was like, okay. Oh well, she had like. So she does yoga, I guess, at a really big yoga studio. Okay. So she had like a huge following because of like her yo- yogis. Yeah, they were a great crowd though. They were like super supportive and they liked comedy, but they they were That's- more Janan fans than comedy fans. What a weird. It was weird, but like so every show that she did was well attended, and she used to host so Liberty had, like, Station would- before I took over. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. yeah. And I did her, like I hosted her uh, going away party at Rec Room. Yeah. And Beth was on that set. Rec Room, that's what it's called. She destroyed, like, like I've 
seen very few in town. I never I don't think I've ever really seen her perform. Beth? No, not Beth, uh Janon. Janon? Oh, no, Beth is fucking like I like no, I said earlier. Beth I saw Beth finally do a, a set after quarantine and everything at Scotty's house, and she was so funny, dude. She's hysterical. It's oh, she's it's, so funny. It's gonna be a weird moment. It's gonna be a lot of opportunity for like female comics. There's gonna be a huge void because mm-hmm. Grace is leaving. Uh, Carrie's leaving. Yeah, and, Grace uh, is going to Austin. I imagine she'll be back for shows if people book her though, because she's true. still Grace is still doing the Sunday show with me uh, uh, the, at Rudyard's, the brunch one. Mm-hmm. She yeah, still that show was a that. lot of fun. Yeah, it was a blast. Sold out, baby. Was yeah, good. that's like during the day. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah we brought, uh, we packed up the upstairs at a one o'clock mm-hmm. on a Sunday. I feel like there's one other person. Oh, Beth. Yeah, Beth's leaving. Yeah, Beth's Going leaving. to law school. Mm-hmm. Which is good for her. Beth's Full awesome. ride to Penn State, dude. I was like, what, dude? Well, she was like super smart. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not like, yeah. Which does not translate in her jokes because them jokes are dumb as fuck. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Beth's been on the podcast. She was great. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I need to listen to that episode then. Yeah. That sounds good. I've always been a big Beth fan. Yeah. You'd probably too. like Janon. Janon was really cool. She was like one of the nicest people in Houston comedy. Mm. I think I kind of got in her like in well, she's trouble. Probably, she's got yoga teacher energy. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, yeah, yeah. Very positive. Very, like, very yeah, like, Just like chill on a drama. Yeah. You know? But um, yeah, she was cool. Yeah. Comedy. She got in a little hot water when she did like that comedy class. Everyone. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying. Like she, she that, yeah. That. Like I, I think that it, she went too fast on it. Like it would be wild for me to do something like that. Yeah, because I've only been in the game a couple of years. Exactly. Yeah, that makes that's fair. It'd be weird for me to be like, let me tell you how to do this. <laughs> that yeah. was like, I guess someone that was deserved. Like, yeah, she. Why, why would she be teaching people? Yeah. Even though she was really successful, but then again, but I think she, she was, was like monetizing off of it too, which like, yeah. if you're going to make a dollar, figure out a way to do it, I guess. You right. Know? What bothered me, and I've talked to, I think Grady about it when we had him on, cause he was one of the people who was leading the charge. I never understood why anyone hated on that Trinity guy for doing like that social media class. Like the dude obviously crushes it with social media I don't know. Like, yeah. Why would he charge for him? Like, I think that like there's something about Houston comics who are so threatened by anyone who's trying to help them in a lot of ways. I, I think that yeah. we need to move away from I that. I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's his name? Uh, you can edit this out in post, right? Uh, all this dead air of me wondering. What oh, this guy's don't worry name about the dead is. air. I thought you were going to say like, <laughs> we're going to edit out somebody's name. Yeah, I was like, I was I was like, like you haven't too. said it no, yet. No, I don't know. What it is. I can't remember, and that makes me feel bad. Um, Current comedian. Yeah, he's he has like a dry bar special. I, I see him at Rudd's all the time. Dry bar special. Fuck. What's dry bar? It's a wow. Sometimes you say things on this podcast like that, and it blows my mind. Um, I feel like a dry bar. It's like a bar that doesn't sell alcohol. No, thank you. You're like oh, that, so that's why I'm out. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a it's a it's like a don't tell comedy kind of thing, but uh, it's co- comedic specials or whatever. YouTube it. Go to the internet. Don't tell comedy. Don't, don't tell comedy. God. Uh, this is like a big. Do deal. you do comedy? <laughs> is this like a Mark Norman thing? Or no, something? don't tell comedy is like they have different factions across all the U.S. and all the major cities, and they put on shows and oh, like one places odd, or whatever. You yeah, like, see, you had this in the secret group. You're, you were one of the cool kids, like right away, so you know all the cool stuff. I'm struggling to even like. I just got. In the they do the same of, marketing everybody else does, though. So you yeah. you know if you oh, just is that dry bar is that related to that? It's not related to it, but it's, I'm just trying to compare like what the two are. 
Uh, I don't know. Regardless, he he was trying to bring in some guy who was talking about how to market yourself as a comedian, and he offered this platform for everybody to go and learn about it. And apparently, a lot of people were like, their immediate response was like, "Who the fuck is this guy? And like, why is he going to help me?" And it's like, calm down. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, like, just let him be nice. Yeah, yeah. I think I saw again a post on Facebook. Uh, Yeah, Um, he's he left the recording up. Anybody could watch it too to learn how to. Market yourself as a comedian. That's a that, that's a thing. Is like, I feel like that's a huge part of comedy these days is the marketing aspect. Yeah, somebody who's worse than you, who's better at marketing themselves, is going to for sure any day for Run sure laps around you. Plus, and I can't remember who I was talking to about. It, it's like comedy clubs. They like whenever you like try to get to be a like past or whatever. They're like, all right, well, what's your social media look like? That's like one of the first questions they ask. Which sucks. Yeah. It sucks that you have to do both of those things. I mean, that's how it is as an artist now, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I suck at it, too. I'm, like, really, really bad about, like, That's why a class where they teach you how to do it easily might be worth watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just promoting a class. I did not watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have not watched any of that shit. It is such a bummer to have to think about having to do all that on top of writing jokes. That's why people, like, pay people to do that. But I haven't, you know, hit that point yet. Right. Yeah. Hopefully one day, one of these days. Did you do any writing during quarantine? Yeah. I mean like coming out of quarantine, corn, quarantine. More like quarantine. Qu- right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming out of quarantine. <laughs> I realized I had like a, I have a whole new five now. Awesome. I mean, most of my 10 is that I do for most shows is all new now, That's awesome. which is cool. Thank God. I was like really worried that I hadn't written anything. Mm-hmm. And then I sat there and was reviewing my jokes and I was like, no, yeah, we're good. I'm still writing. I don't, I don't sit there and like sit at my computer and be like, okay, we're going to write now. You <laughs> Me know? neither. I don't, know I how, don't do that. I don't know how people do that either. Like all, where are you write Like that's the most cliche question ever. Like where, where your, your ideas, ideas come, come from? But like nine times out of 10, my ideas for good jokes. Like I can have ideas where I send it out to people in the chat that's just something I come up with during mm-hmm. the day. Nine times ten, those jokes don't pan out. Yeah. But it's the jokes where I'm like trying to sleep and oh, something pops in my head. Oh, head and you write it down. Or if I'm in the shower. Like, those are the two times where well, it had so worthwhile ideas. Well, so much of my is like situational and like storytelling. So most of the jokes I think of is like while it's actively happening to me. You should tell, like get with Brian Jenner and get on that storytelling show. They have, so- Brian Gendron won't book me. What? <laughs> I don't, he's never booked me. I don't know. Have you talked to him? I worked for his wife for has, a while, and I asked this? his wife if he would book me, and she was like, yeah, I'll talk to him. And I just don't, I don't have, like I said, I don't like to go up and be like, will you book me? On so you went to his wife instead? Yeah. Well, she, she was my boss at the time, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he won't book me. But uh, So he did, like, he's doing that, like, rideshare confessionals? Yeah, I heard thing. that it ended up just being, like, a, just a storytelling show. Yeah, it's like, well, oh. that's, the whole, that's the whole thing okay. it is. But I was like, yeah, that's cool. But he had on Scotty and Steve Cantwell the first time. Like, those are the two biggest storyteller yeah. comedians in Houston. Not a whole lot of storytelling comedians in Houston, I don't think. Yeah. So you should, like, you're one of the few that do, because I'm thinking about you do the clown joke. Yeah, I'd do. have to dust that boy off, but I could do it again. I've, I need to do it again just to keep it fresh. But. You do the whole name joke. It's kind of a storytelling joke. Yeah. You know what her last name means? One who lives next to a bog or marsh. Yeah, one who dwells near a bog or a marsh. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. It's, that's a whole storytelling. It's like not yeah. a quick, just like shut up, put, fine. Yeah. No one sees my name and they're like, 
there's no like romance stories <laughs> about it. Like her eyes are like the ocean. It's like, no, her last name means she's a troll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, you should hit him up. Yeah, say, I guess I will. I guess I'll, you know, bend the knee or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like any other show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most of them are, but like, that's why, that's why I was, t- I don't know why I got distracted, but like, that's why I was t- telling him like, you might have a hard time booking the show in a couple, oh, like in a couple of months. Well, unless I mean, you bring in an out of town or secret group, we had a storytelling show. People just have to write for it, and I think that that's what because uh, yeah. <laughs> comics are notoriously good oh, at writing for theme have shows. Have you ever like watched uh, some too soon's where people just like bail halfway through and start doing their? Y- own yes, stuff? I have, yeah. and I've seen the reviews mm-hmm. <laughs> about the notorious people night. get upset. Yeah, it is shitty because like I would always I've been on I was on Tuesday a couple times. I wrote for both of them exactly. Yeah, and not to mention the crowd is going to reward you for, for trying for trying. Yeah, and and if you're not going to try, at least do the at least do the bare minimum to where you shoehorn some kind of news or you make it about news and then tell your already written joke. Right, exactly. At least do that amount of effort. Yeah. Because you know in a full month in advance well, I mean, you're going to be on it. Victor got that amazing Papa John's joke out of writing for that show. That's so, his you know, amazing joke. It's the best. <laughs> I think it's his closer, right? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely something he, like, yeah, goes to to get a laugh at the end or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, Victor's funny. We love you, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> Please fight Tony Hinchcliffe. I want to see And you're going to be single for the rest of your life, you sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put out more episodes of Tran Camp. Mm. His cousins, like him and his cousin do that podcast, like not surprisingly good chemistry because they're friends or relatives, but his cousin, not a comic, Yeah, they even each other out really well. Most Kinda of like my dude, funniest friends are comics. Yeah, I'd say the same. Like the yeah. funniest guy I've ever known in my life, not, not a comic. comic. Yeah. And, um, but he's hysterical. Yeah. Never known a stranger. Very, very funny. Kind of Farley esque. Farley esque? Yeah. Yeah. So he's a fat guy. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Indeed, he is. Uh, <laughs> recently married into money, though. So good for oh, him. Oh, fuck. That sounds nice. Yeah. This is like- I found out you can buy lottery tickets on your phone. What? It's called Jackpot. It's an app on your phone. You can buy lottery tickets, and I'm gonna lose all. You just, my feel, money. You, just I was say, you, you just feel good about causing addictions to happen. <laughs> oh, boy. First it was meth. Now yeah, it's lottery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they like scratch offs? They do have scratch offs on there. <laughs> Devin found out. He was like, "Oh, the scratch offs." This is gonna be a problem. I know, man. It's I have lost fifteen dollars already, but I won fifteen dollars. <laughs> And then I spin it and I lost it. That's <laughs> <laughs> how scratch offs yeah. always get people. We were playing CeeLo the other day and I was like, yeah, I won $25. And I texted Devin. I was like, I won $25 on CeeLo. And then, were you paying Charles Justice? No, no. He loves that game. Uh, He'll bring unfortunately, I got into a game with Scotty and then Scotty took all of my money. And Devin sent me a text back. By the time he texted me back, he goes, hell yeah. I go, nah, it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> I like playing craps. Craps? craps is a fun game. I never played craps. Oh my! I love playing it in Vegas or Louisiana or wherever. Yeah, it's the best. I play blackjack. Ah, oh, blackjack. That's not for me. It's not exciting enough. Like you're losing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. But like craps is just like a, it's everyone's on the same side except for the dealer. Obviously, that's how most gambling works. Yeah, but like when you play blackjack, at casinos, the guys who aren't playing, you're playing. 
not on the same team. Everyone's individual. And they get pissed off if you don't make the right move. Oh, see, I've never played at a casino. Oh, yeah, they're real shitty. I've never gambled legally outside of... (laughs) It's fun. The Jackpot app. This episode was brought to you by Jackpot. Gambling is a lot of fun. Harris is a big gambler. Like He'll have like poker nights and stuff. Well, he's got the money to burn. That's true. God. Yeah, that guy's got a nice-ass car. Mm -hmm. He's another one of those comedians. Like He pulled up, and I was like, oh, he's got a job. It's yep. always weird when I figure out that comedians have jobs. He's got a good it job. Blows my mind. He's moving to New York too with Carrie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're all gonna live together. She's got a new job, a uh, programmer. Wow. Yeah. See, people are smart, and I just think we're all a bunch of dumb comedians. I feel like there's like fifteen to twenty percent of comics have like office jobs or yeah. Office- it always like. Anytime I hear a comic say like, yeah, so I quit my job so I can do comedy. I'm always like, oh, <laughs> and it's always people who like get called up on like uh, Kill Tony or something like that. They're like, how long have you been doing comedy? Oh, like a year and a half, but I just quit my job and I'm going to do it full time. And it's like, <laughs> fuck, dude, that's such a bad decision. I would have to. Ha- so that's, the, that's whatever I tell people like, hey, how's your comedy going? So I still consider comedy a hobby because like if I didn't. I would have to dedicate way more time to it. And I don't want to like, so my plan as it is right now, and I think that just if I'm being realistic, I'm like, oh, I'll be, be fun. I'll get better. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll get, something will happen life-wise where I'm like, right. it, it won't happen. happens my, or it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. But the comedy thing is like, if I'm like within so many years in like the top 10 best comics in Houston, then I'll take it. I'll consider well, we're going to bring serious. back the best comic in Houston competition, if you want to <laughs> Yeah. I actually, so the first... See, year- comedy, I have so many jobs that mm. none of them earn me enough money to live off of that I don't consider anything that I do a job. So I, so they're all a job. So I still consider comedy like a job, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Yeah, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time doing it. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's a... It's a but. If I if, if I wasn't if I'm not getting paid like enough to where I could make yeah a like I could still like if I lived at home but I could still be able to go out and like eat survive that, then I would if I could even get to that level of payment which I don't think very many mm-hmm. Houstonians or Houston comics are I, when I the first year I lived here I lived with my parents and I still had another job to pay for everything exactly that's what I'm saying like it's like yeah. it's extremely hard. But I was also a year into comedy, so of course I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you get paid five dollars for doing a but show. But like if you stay in Houston, there's no possible way other than maybe Andy. Yeah, you're gonna have to like travel. Yeah, exactly. There's just not enough paid gigs. But in you Houston. can't make me live in LA. Unless you can't you're make me do it. Brian might be like he's got so many shows that he's produced, he's created his own. That's another thing you have to do is create it. That's why I'm really glad that I have my hot brunch show. Uh, it seems like a fun show. Which will be. Yeah. I was planning on going to that show, but then. Um, then you didn't, did you? No, YouTube <laughs> got it, took into me. No, I actually. I, I think I was playing basketball that day. But, um, um, well, that's a big thing now. Mm-hmm. Get on Grady for getting that started. Ball. It's been a huge hit. People say that you play. You play basketball pretty well i play decently i play, I play pretty well yeah. i play okay I, yeah will keeps wanting me to come play because we were playing volleyball one day and i kept going for dive shots and yes. then for like a week after that i could not walk because my back play was so fucked up 
dude, we couldn't get a volley going. And like, that's the reason why I was doing dive shots. Cause I was like, come on, dude. I'm decent at volleyball. I love playing volleyball. I love volleyball too. I played for years. I was we, So Grady, Brando and I went to get some crawfish. Like they are crawfish. I just got beer. Like after. A, you know, oh yeah. You don't eat crawfish, do you? No, I like crawfish. Okay. I, I just had already eat eaten. And uh, oh, okay. like, uh, it was like, we met, so they went to play, we wouldn't all play basketball. And then kind of like everyone went their separate ways. Like, hey, we're going to go get some crawfish and beer if anyone wants to join. I was like, hell yeah. I'll go get some beer on the way to some of the show that was that night. So mm-hmm. I'm already going that that way. I think it was the Debbie Silverman show. The Garden. Garden Party That's show. That's show. Which is a good show. Yeah, it's a really good show. I kept getting like heckled by the wind when I was doing that show last time, though. Come you again? Know, heckled by the wind? How does that work? Uh, like you'll be holding the microphone and the wind will be like, you know, like not in my house, (laughs) (laughs) the earth. Yeah. But, um, but we were right across from crowbar. I was like, Hey, we should get to play some volleyball. And the both of them like, nah, Mm -mm. not good at volleyball. So so crowbar is a place that has a volleyball court. Yeah. That that was like, yeah, no, never been, never been done. Never ain't never done. We all just like, well, I quickly realized I have a hole in my spine and I cannot play volleyball anymore. Oh, Unless I want to like you play not function for a week, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. I suck. I'm old. My body's <laughs> Five broken. Five years older than you. <laughs> yeah. And freaking Christopher Riddle plays. I know. He plays a lot. I know. I'll I'll try. I just if my spine is killing me the next day, we're you know gonna sit on the sidelines and be a commentator. So people like say like oh, Adam is surprisingly uh, good at basketball, but really what it is. Is I'm the best of the worst players. Okay. <laughs> so like every time you play like a four on four game, there's a worst player on both teams, mm-hmm. and they're gonna guard each other. Okay. So I'm always guarding the worst player. I'm always the worst player. Yeah. So I'm the best of the bad players. I know exactly. When I was in a JV volleyball, they had an A and a B team, and they they were like, "It's A and B doesn't mean anything," but there was like clearly a divide <laughs> between the two. Sure. And they put me on the B team. And I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, well, got to have like a str- you strong player. And I was like, so you're saying I'm the best. Of the yeah, worst. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. Yeah. But would you rather be the best of the worst or be the worst of the best where it you get no playing weird, time? Yeah, that's a weird compliment because it's like, you're the best on the team, but you are also the B team. You yeah. Know? <laughs> well, I'm the f- D team. And I was like, so this isn't going to be kind of like a career thing for yeah. me, I suppose. Yeah. But it is a really fun, fun time. And I think it's good. Like I remember volleyball being building. very stressful. Huh? Like, pl- did you play on a team ever? What? Volleyball? volleyball? Yeah. No. Oh, well, yeah. in college, I played like intramurals. Yeah. Um, but no, like the only sports I ever played as a team was basketball and soccer. And that one, I was like, the oldest I was when I played was like 14 or 15. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I got a car. I was like, I'm, I'm fuck these sports, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get Chop my legs off. I got a Mustang, baby. Let's go. <laughs> oh, no. My first car was a 1984 Chevy Celebrity Station Wagon. No station AC. wagon, dude? I want a station wagon. Somebody so carved bad. shagging wagon right above the driver's side door. So every time I got in. Hell yeah. I knew. Uh, I, I, I had a, a yeah, mission nice. statement. I want one so bad. I want a Volvo station wagon so bad. It's a dream car. That thing drove road for forever. Like whatever. Yeah. yeah. They don't quit. Mm-mm. My first car was a Lexus 
LS 400. Damn. <laughs> my parents were like, you're 16. You can have mom's old car. And I was like, are you sure about it? <laughs> but I drove that thing up until last year. Nice. I drove that thing. That car was 20 years old. I bought a Lexus um, RX 300 mm-hmm. uh, at auction because I got hardcore auction fever. <laughs> I can see myself getting into that. Oh yeah, you like freaking jackpot! It's like, <laughs> it's like the definition. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. And they start bidding back and forth, but um, uh, that was I loved that car. It was like a coach edition, which was like the leather was all coach yeah, leather. Yeah, nice. It was super comfortable. It looked a really smooth ride. And then I got in this like minor accident where it, like dented in like the driver's side door and like totaled. Yeah. I was like, okay, but now I drive uh, Alexis again. I got a used. Yeah, my Lexus was so old that it almost got totaled from having to replace one of the headlights. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, the part was so old, it was like a $1,500 headlight, and they were like, that's about how much your car is worth. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that, it's wild. I was like, fuck this car. But now I miss it. Yeah. yeah. I, I just like being up high, and I don't like trucks. I just, I'm so. just driving fast. So SUV is the only way to go for, mm. for me. Just like, Wait, complete I want to be taller. Space. Yeah. You get to see over everybody. It's great. Oh, that makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. Being tall or being above everybody? In a car? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm already tall. Yeah, but I, I drove a Tiburon, which is like a little lower to the ground Hyundai sports car, with the, which is an oxymoron. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I had that, and uh, I didn't like being that low to the ground. I feel like I was driving a go-kart. Well, you don't want to be that low to the ground here in Houston either, though. Like, I live in Montrose, and the roads are like you're taking a safari mm-hmm. every time you drive to the grocery store. Speaking of living, living in Montrose, mm-hmm. so I'm actually looking to get out of this fucking place. But mm-hmm. um, and I thought about living like somewhere close to the city. We've actually been looking at places over here because Devin works like at the Whole Foods up the road. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Why does he transfer the one? Oh, that's. Yeah, there's one he right opened downtown. the one on Wa, or he won't open the one in Montrose. He's already worked at like several and different he's, ones. And controversial use that he, he's had to. Well, move. it's not just like they, you can't, can't just stay at the store. You can't just like be like, I want to work in Montrose, and they're like, Yeah, well, here you go. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the the position that he's in has to be open or whatever. What position is that? He is the manager for the whole body department, so it's like everything but food. So I get like hella soaps and shit, bitch. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can't just like be like, I want to work here now. You, they'd be like, well, we have some cashier positions available. It'd be like a step down. Gotcha. Yeah. You ever work at a grocery store? No, no, I've not. I've worked at several. The Albertsons, Kroger, and HEB. Yeah. I tried to apply for an art artist job for um, Central Market, but artist job. Yeah, you, there's like a lady there, and she paints all the signs. You've been to Central Market? No, there's like a there's a, a bundle of signage that has to be hand painted. I can't believe that's a full time job. Yeah, well, it was. It was I guess it makes sense. Some lady logically. has a full time job. She has a whole studio in there, and then I was going to be like her assistant. Oh, but nice. I wasn't chosen. It's sad. I know it was sad. <laughs> have you ever like? Do you ever do any like these like spaces where everyone has their art out and you get to like? Um, I had like a show at um Poncho Clauses mm-hmm. Theater, 
Um, and I was like, cool, first art show in Houston. And the pandemic hit the next week. Uh, they, um, yeah, they're like, they're going to have them hanging up for like a month. We're going to have people coming in and out. And like, they'll be for sale. So I was like, I'm going to sell some shit and get my name out there. And then, yeah, they had to close everything down because of the pandemic. So, sucks. <laughs> so I feel like, like now that, yeah, everything's opened up. The again, comedy like gods have tried to shut you down. <laughs> like trudging my way back in. Like I almost got a feature again. Um, I'm going to be on the Eddie Pepitone show next month. Nice. Um, nice. And I was supposed to feature for him, but he brought his own feature. But uh, I've just felt like I'm like digging my way back in. I'm like, that's everyone's shows everyone's and shit. Yeah. But you're all on the inside. You'll get some good, get some good yeah, stuff. You're a likable person. Just be patient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you're very, very funny. So there's got, Thank you. you. Got that going for you. I'm trying. So you can do you consider yourself a comic, an artist, musician? Which one is there a ranking system? Or are you just like ah, I'm just artistic in general? Yeah, I don't know. So which, whichever one hits the finish line first, I don't know. Really? I don't. Know. You'd be equally happy being yeah. a painter versus a comic? yeah, you're like whatever ends up making money. That's fine. I'd be happy either way. You enjoy doing them both equally? Yeah. So speaking of shows, do you have any shows coming up? Uh, I got that Eddie Pepitone show next month. Uh, honestly, that's it. <laughs> it sucks. Is there a date um, set for that? Is- it's June 12th, I think. I'd have to look it up on my on, on the messages, but it's going to be at the rec room. It's a comedy hub show. Yeah, right? Eddie Pepitone at the rec room next month, basically. I will be on that show. I will not be featuring on it. But um, that's the only thing I really have in the books right now. Which Speaking sucks. of comedy hub, I randomly went and, like, I had nothing else, nothing else to do. So I went and watched that um, that guy who I guess was like Howard Stern was on the Howard Stern show a lot. He was hysterical. You can't remember his name though. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was like it was it was like Shilo. It was like a it was a really fucked up name, but it, um, it was a fucked up name. Yeah, his name is like really weird. It's no, <laughs> I guarantee if I tell you his name, you're like, that is a weird ass name. Your name ain't Jeff. I don't want to fucking hear it. Yeah. But he was, he was super nice. But like, so I wish we went to go watch the show and just kind of support. Jolly didn't show up. He mm-hmm. was supposed to be on like a guest set. It's like, hey, you want to do the guest set? I was like, hell yeah. Oh, nice. So I got on the show. That's and awesome. It went great. I've never had that. When Dave Ross came to town, uh, Carrie Burt couldn't make it to the last minute and they put me up and I was like, yes. That's how I've gotten a lot of my shows because yeah, I went for secret group and I was just like there. Constantly. Yeah, sometimes just being there is like works yeah, out. One hundred percent of the game. And whenever you're there, you just make sure that you're ready to do time and it yeah. goes well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Eddie's, Eddie's decent about spreading around like opportunity. Yeah, he is. I appreciate him. He's. I mean, he's the reason I got a feature last time too. So mm-hmm. appreciate that guy. Yeah. So where do you, you follow you on? You can follow me Hoochies. on yeah uh, <laughs> my Instagram my my formal one is Kate Vance Designs and then my one that has like more of like my personal stuff and artwork and comedy I suppose would be uh, Poop Shoes P E W P Shoes Oh Poop Poop Shoes was taken. <laughs> but you were dedicated to that concept. But I was like, this it, it's a thing. I like wanted it to be my name, so it was Pupe Juice, um, which I've ended up actually kind of liking. And I think it's I'm probably still gonna stick with that Instagram as like a digital artist Instagram and keep following the name. 
Because most um most artists that you see on Instagram don't have like their name as the main thing. They have like weird little like tags. So Yeah. To make it nice and confusing for everybody. Basically. Yeah, like an alter ego or yeah. something. What prince? Get over yourself. <laughs> give, me your fuck, give me your name, even, even if it's weird. Give me a name. What is this, a symbol? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pupe shoes. And that's, yeah, that's it. I don't know. My Facebook's personal. Don't follow me. Trust me, I don't. No. <laughs> I, have, I have a professional Facebook, and you can follow that, and one of these days it will be a thing, but right now. Is it a professional art Facebook or a professional both? comedy? So one time, uh, Facebook, I built it and I put like a backdrop photo of me doing stand up, and then the main photo was one of my paintings. And then I don't even know if there's a description on there yet. And Facebook sent me one of those things where it's like, this is what your targeted ad could look like. Yep. And it just said, Kate Vance, the artist. Fuck you, Facebook. That's accurate. I, I don't know. Sleep that night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happening either. I really need to focus up, gang. Yeah. Yeah. When I had that very short lived show at Big Al's Sports Bar, I made a page for uh, like, a com- like a comedy mm-hmm. thing. Um, and yeah, I still get those advertised. Like, yeah, they're this like, this is what it'll you. look like. Yeah. What, are, what are you doing? I'm like, yeah. fuck you. Spend a little more time uh, curating my feed, Facebook, so I don't have to <laughs> see stupid shit all the time. A little less time trying to sell me ads. Trying to figure out who I am, dude. Yeah. That's Facebook yeah. for you. Yep. Well, well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. It was a blast. A blast. A blast. Yeah. Good luck in the future. Thank you. Uh, bad luck in the future. Oh. And we'll see who wins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I put money on either of these? Yes. We're very gambling. I'm going yeah. to bet against myself on this one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's really uh, sure to short herself. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. So. We got uh, Mike Rayo next week mm-hmm. on the podcast, and it should be a good time. Should be a good time. Check him out. Yep. Check Kate out. She's very funny. If you see her on our show, go see it. And do you know when the next um, Hot Brunch? Yeah, Hot Brunch is going to be. Next Hot Brunch is every second Sunday at Rudyard's at one o'clock. So the next. Is that the one... Rudyard's British pub or the Rudyard's Irish? I'm sorry. Wow. Right. Yeah. 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 That's the one. It's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be June 13th. And we mm-hmm. got Vitamin B is going to be our, our drag queen for the day. I, you said that, and I felt like immediately Andy, I immediately. Oh, I don't know that kind. I believe I like, the oh sign up is the same because we had to move it. But I, Andy Huggins is going to be on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good show. I didn't know it was a controversial show. So so edgy. Yeah, <laughs> Andy. Brings- the way they mix the the drag and the comedy is so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll definitely uh, I'll be there. Yeah, come to it. Check it out. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank yeah, you thank very you. much. All right, Appreciate everybody. You. We'll see you all next week. Bye.